Hey everyone, Frosty here. I finally started getting these shows uploaded to various podcast services again. Some of these episodes are a bit older than the day they became available on the service you are currently listening to it on, so please keep that in mind. One other quick note, these shows are now also sponsored by a wonderful company that provides two Japanese snack box options, Sakoriko and Tokyo Treat. They're both great options, but act a little bit differently. Tokyo Treat is solely focused on snacks that are the latest, most exclusive, and that are the limited edition or seasonal flavors of snacks you might enjoy now. So things like Sakura Pepsi and Japanese Sake Kit Kats. Also comes with ramen, drinks, and much, much more. Sakura is solely focused on supporting the local Japanese snack makers, which include traditional, authentic, and artisan snacks. They'll also come with Japanese teas and special items like tableware. If you have any interest in either service, please use the affiliate links in the description. Each sign-up supports what I do here with MogTalk, and it would be greatly appreciated. Just in case, the URLs are team.tokyotreat.com slash MogTalk or team.sakura.co slash MogTalk. Thanks, everyone, and enjoy the show. Welcome everybody to Mog Talk. That transition was a little bit weird, but it's okay. Or at least this segment is called uh, Frosty Talks is what we're going with right now. Um, and we brought on a guest uh, that has been uh, very involved in the community recently in a lot of discussions, I would say. Uh, <laughs> Zeppla. Zeppla. Um, you know, I normally have people tell uh, everyone who they are. I feel like they know who you are at this point, but <laughs> for anyone unaware and wants a personal description from you, could you tell them who you are? Sure. Uh, so I'm Zeppla. I've been a content creator for Final Fantasy XIV since Heaven's Ward, and uh, I am a bun enthusiast. Um, I really got obsessed with Bun Buns whenever Shadowbringers came out, <laughs> and uh, I have literally been wearing bunny ears every day since Shadowbringers came out in 2019, and it's almost 2024, and I guess I'm just, like, I don't take them off ever you, now. Like, it's... I shower with them, I sleep with Oof. them, and uh, I have special shampoo. Yeah? You know, I, I gotta get, when I get my hair cut, I need to get them trimmed <laughs> a little bit also. Nice, uh, nice. So that's me. I'm a streamer. Okay. Do a little bit of the YouTubing. A little bit of YouTubing on the side. A little bit of YouTube? Just a little bit here. I'm going to turn you up just a little bit here. I feel like I didn't check your audio properly, but now now we have you turned up. Can you can you say you're a cheeky YouTuber again? I'm, a, I'm doing a little cheeky bun bun YouTubing on the side. No, <laughs> no only buns, though. Okay. There just we go. Just YouTubing. You know, when now. you say YouTube buns... <laughs> Sometimes you can see, even when you say Twitch buns, you can kind of take that in a couple different ways, can't you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, you could. I hope so. <laughs> we, we do like bun stuff around my channel. Oh, my gosh. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Is this show going to be like 50% bun puns? <laughs> Just memeing on you? Yeah, probably. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Well, I brought you on today because, uh, of course, uh, I've known you for a little while. I mean, we're on, um, we're teammates, Team Zodiac. 
Oh yeah. You remember that? <laughs> oh my god. Yes. <laughs> to be a killionaire. I literally. Oh my god. I was. It was so embarrassing because it was broadcasted by the official FXV channel. Yeah. And I realized after we're done that I had, at no point did I put dance partner up, like on anyone. Well. At all. I realized at no <laughs> point I forgot every single fight. So. Yes. <laughs> we were any. struggling. <laughs> we were. We, we were struggling. But, but we had team spirit, so that's what mattered. Yeah, we had Husky on our team. Not Husky, sorry. Wait, wait. We had Alex Bukala on our Alex team. Alex. Yeah. Our team. So we we were the cool. We were the cool team. You don't have to win I... to be cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's True. Fine. True. Oh. Uh, but yeah, I've I've known you for a while. You've come on the show uh, before. Uh, I think at least one time. You're right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, the last like year or two has been kind of crazy for you overall i would say uh it's been a yeah. journey uh it has sucked ass <laughs> fair <laughs> honestly yeah it's been horrible yeah I, uh yeah so i uh was living in ukraine for the past i guess 10 years about and um i started my youtube channel in ukraine all the videos you've seen from before 2019 all of them all sitting in my house or my apartment in Ukraine. And uh, when, of course, when the war started in uh, February 2019, um, I, the only reason that I got out that morning was because uh, one of my mods from my Discord server called me and it was the middle of the night and woke me up and said, hey, 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 I'm looking at the news and there's bombs falling right now. You need to get out right now. And I was like, what? And, uh, we, I just like packed faster than I ever packed in my life, got the animals and uh, we, we got out. And then for the past, for like the, about a year after that point, um, we were just kind of floating around Europe, you know, just staying in Airbnbs. And just, mm -hmm. I just, I kept deferring thinking about it. I kept thinking, well, you know, this is, I'll, I'll handle that when I settle down. I'll do this thing when I settle down. When things settle down, and it was just always like that for almost a year. Mm -hmm. And then last fall, I moved to America um, and just settled in a random spot that I thought I might like. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm in the Seattle area because our thought that's it would be That's a good spot. Cool. I think that's a pretty yeah. good spot. Yeah. And it ended up being a good, good, good decision. I really love it here. But uh, man, that the last fall was mm -hmm. really, really, really bad uh, because that's when like people stopped talking about Ukraine. And I was finally settled. So like reality hit, in, hit mm -hmm. me. And I'm like, my God, this is what's happened. Like, this is my life now. And, mm -hmm. uh, I got really, really depressed during, it was awful. But, right. um, after last summer, I, I like, I, I started, you know, breaking out of my shell. I think I healed a lot and I've been feeling so much better the last, since last summer, since the summer started this year. I've been doing that's awesome. Good. Yeah. That's amazing. Uh, it's hard to make the, <laughs> the path upwards. I mean, I, I honestly, uh, I could talk about it all the time. I, I know a couple of people who lived over there. I worked with them and everything else. But it doesn't give you uh, that realization unless if you actually went through it, right? You don't really have that point of view. You can just kind of imagine at that. Oh, yeah. So. Like, uh, the thing that really struck me and that I still think about all the time is that the veneer of civilization, like the veneer of normalcy that we all take for granted every day, like just being able to go to the grocery store and like do things normally, go about your day normally, it's so insane how quickly all that can be gone like in a matter of one day everything can change and i just remember seeing like pictures of a grocery store that i went to every day almost every day just to do my normal shopping 
And after the war started, I seen pictures of it just a couple of days after I'd left. It looked like it was from a zombie movie. It was just completely all, everything's, uh, yeah. everything's gone. It just, like, you know, whenever in a zombie movie, they start scavenging right. for me stuff. It looked exactly like that. And I'm like, there's yeah. no way this is the place that looked just like any Walmart you'd walk into in mm -hmm. America. And that's, uh, it, it really just made me take uh, everything, not take anything for granted anymore. Right. Uh, really try to pre value every moment and every see how precious everything is because everything can change in an instant. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, during all that, I mean, do you, with you were going through your experience with like Final Fantasy fourteen as well, then, uh, and that was probably a whole complicated time. <laughs> uh, uh, I would assume, yeah. Yeah. So. With FF14, yeah, I think you're referring to. I did take a break for about six months right. in uh, this uh, the summer, and I think one thing that a lot of people are wanting me to discuss and wanting me to talk about, something that I also want to talk about, is this incident with uh, the Hogwarts Legacy stuff. Like, mm -hmm. I, this is something that I I think about often. I think about the way that I behaved during that time, and I'm not like. <sighs> I'm not completely proud of the way that I was the entire time that that stuff was going on. Like it's a, yes, it's true that I wasn't in a great mental state back then. Um, but I don't really want to make excuses for it because I feel like, although I did, uh, think, and I do think it was a good decision. I think it was still a, the right thing to do to try to stand up to the cyberbullying that was going on. Uh, I, I do think that I was overly, militaristic in my response. So basically, if you don't know about this stuff that happened, at the time when Hogwarts Legacy came out, um, there was like this witch hunting website that came up where it was like, if there's this website where if you type in the streamer's name and it comes up that they did in fact play Hogwarts Legacy, then you were encouraged to just go and harass them and cyberbullying them. And mm -hmm. uh, there was, I'd seen this happen with, I'd seen other streamers get harassed, get bullied. And at the time I, I really wasn't, I didn't want to give JK, any money. I do not agree with her at all. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I never, ever wanted to be seen as someone that would, like, agree with her. But mm -hmm. seeing this shit going on to other streamers, I was like, well, if I don't do anything, then I feel like I might be seen as complicit in this hate campaigns that are going on. I'd seen other streamers, like, getting harassed to the point they're crying, they're getting bullied offline, they're just being treated like shit. And it made me really, really mad, like right. legit. I got so mad. I got so mad, uh, too mm. mad, too mm. mad, uh, to a point that I think it made me like almost zealous and very aggressive <laughs> against this group of people that were doing the bullying to the point that mm -hmm. I became zealous myself. So mm. I'm all, I'm so upset with all these people that are like, you know, zealously attacking the streamers that are doing it. And in the process, I'm so mad about that, that, I, be, I saw it, it's like, well, then it's me versus them. This is the line in the sand. And mm -hmm. these are the enemy and we're the, and like, this is really, how different does that make me from this extremism that I was against? Like, if you really can get carried away in this feeling like, well, I'm just so right. I'm so right. Everybody else is wrong, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that uh, in general, this dogmatic attitude is not uh, that helpful. So even though I do think you know, looking back, I asked myself, you know, was it absolutely necessary for me to stream Hogwarts Legacy at that time? I, I still think, yeah, I still think that it was because I wanted to drive the point home uh, to these people. But I don't think that I should have been as militaristic 
or as aggressive as I was. It also, like, at a certain point, I remember what should have been an alarm bell for me was when I uh, started to kind of enjoy the fight too much like that should have been a red flag for me back then when i was like really even people around me were like i'm starting to get a little worried about you because you seem to be enjoying this like war you're on the war path and you're enjoying it too much and i was just not listening to anybody and uh i I really I, i that's what i regret the most and i do regret like uh, I guess just the way I behaved to not listening well to other people. What sucked the most is that since then, there have been people who have actually said to me, well, ever since then, I don't feel safe in your community. And that sucks because it's the last thing that I would ever want to happen. But uh, truth be told, I just, again, I wouldn't want to use it as an excuse, but I just think that I wasn't in a good headspace and I needed a break from Final Fantasy XIV anyway. Like, I was feeling really negative about the game at the time. I was really burnt out and I was just, everything was going wrong. And I just ended in this catastrophic, like, explosion, (laughs) honestly. And I was just crashed and burned, for real. I I just took that long break, took a six-month break after that, and I did a lot of healing since then. Um, I have, I think I'm, like the person I am today, I feel like I've completely changed um, after mm-hmm. a very long process of healing. Where, the, just looking back on that again, I'm thinking like, at a time when there were people in my community who felt fr- afraid, like they felt vulnerable, I was being so hyper aggressive that it was scary to them and I couldn't see it. And mm. it sucks that some of those people might have felt afraid of me at a time when they needed to feel protected. And uh, I, I'm very, like, I wish I could go back and do things differently, but I can't. So yeah. I, uh, all I can do now is just, you know, try to be a better person than I was yesterday and try to listen better. And that's something I'm, I'm doing now. Like, I'm really trying to encourage people to listen to each other. <laughs> this goes for me, too, because I know how easy it is to get in this right. mindset of, like, I'm so right and you're so wrong. And everything I do is good and everything you do is bad. <laughs> it's not healthy. Yeah. Anybody, man. <laughs> There's a lot of situations that are really, really just uh, volatile, and it, it's difficult to uh, navigate them at, at certain points. And it's not like there are certain people who are wrong completely, but there's people who uh, don't really analyze more than what's yet the two two simplistic ways of looking at it, right? Yes, exactly, it, exactly. And they just go ahead and go really full force with that side. Agree with me yes. or don't agree with me or you're dead, right? To yes. me. Yes, right? it's and, horrible. It's um, horrible. And uh, that, it, it's, it's really difficult to uh, manage through that. But there is a legitimate emotions behind a lot of it too, right? Oh, of and course. And so... Uh, when there is something, and you're going to get, when you're emotion, when you get, can't get control of your own emotions, Mm -hmm. uh, things are not going to end well, no matter if you're right or wrong, for real. Like you need to, everybody needs to learn how to regulate their own emotions. So they don't just stop thinking altogether. Like if you're, if you're too emotional, you cannot see clearly, you cannot hear the people who are trying to talk to you. Uh, cause I mean, it it just, it can become, no matter how good your intentions might've been in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you get into this mindset of me versus them, there's just no good end in sight, for real. Yeah. So. Um, and I mean, like in in these situations too, uh, and I, it's it makes it very difficult as a content creator 
to say the right thing or do the right thing. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> it's so, so different. And you, you don't, so true though. <laughs> you don't know because you, you want the, you want, you want people to be happy, right? You want people to know they're safe. Like you're talking about, you want to respect, you know, the, these people who are all fired up and they have, they're passionate for very good reasons. They're passionate about it. And then you look at this other side of there is some value to actually be pulled out of that. Although, and then, you know, it starts this whole freaking war and you as just a normal to, to me, when I think of me, I'm a fucking just normal person. Yes. I, I, I literally, <laughs> I, I fuck up. I make mistakes. I do stupid shit all the time. Yeah. But then as you become like a bigger and bigger content creator, like yourself, you're, I, I would say you're a fairly big content creator. Now you, you <laughs> have, would you do anything? It, it's how do you do the thing that translates how you feel correctly without upsetting and angering people and literally the first sentence that you say could declare that for some people and they won't investigate the next set sentence or the one after that right and so it becomes yeah. really well, difficult it's i think a that if you show people respect they'll give it back to you and this is true as a content creator in the way that you interact with others you can set a good example for how to behave by the way that you behave and that's why as a content creator we have a massive responsibility to be able to have self-discipline to be able to control our emotions to be able to know when we're getting too angry when we're going to say something we might regret because like it or not one of the problems with oh, not a problem but one of the reasons why we have such a big responsibility uh, as content creators and people with this uh, a large audience people that will listen is that you you need to be careful of what you say now not to the point that we're of course we're human and we're gonna fuck up like we're gonna it's, it's it's really overwhelming at times as a person who is growing and changing who has flaws who has uh, you know, you have you have bad mental times, you have good mental times. All mm -hmm. of that is uh, scrutinized so carefully. And every word you say is on camera and people will clip it all out if you said one thing that they didn't yeah. like. And uh, they'll clip it all together and make a great, you know, PowerPoint presentation about what a terrible person you are. Because look, yeah. you said this, 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 and this. And uh, it's it, it can be overwhelming and it can be uh, really, it's sometimes a little bit frightening to be under that level of scrutiny at every hour of every day, no matter what's going on in your life. Uh, but that's part of the, that's part of it, you know, that's part of the job and you accept mm. that whenever you go uh, and you try to, um, you know, reach a lot of people. It, it, and it's the way that some people deal with that is, well, they just make a persona uh, to separate themselves right. from it. So they make a persona and they're like, well, it's okay if I say some bullshit because that's not me. You know, it's just this character and they're stupid for taking it seriously. But uh, if you try to be more genuine as a content creator, then you have an even greater responsibility uh, to, you know, do your best you can't be perfect you're gonna mm -hmm. screw up and you're never gonna make everybody happy all the time it's impossible there will yeah. always be people that no matter if you said everything perfectly they'll hate you for that yeah. okay that's a fact of life <laughs> there you will have haters yeah. but uh you can still do your best and make the best effort that you can to uh you know hurt the least amount of people and uh let show people the same respect that you expect to receive in return like set a good example yeah and it's it's difficult to remember that it is. <laughs> it's, it it is. Is. especially when it you're is. streaming uh and you're just kind of reacting to things that are happening on the screen and everything else and you're like oh, at yeah. that front level of right course. Not if something's really... happening and it's like current and you're like you can it's easy to just get riled up about it i'm a, yeah. i'm personally an incredibly excitable person i'm a very yeah. passionate person and i have had a 
huge issue with getting like way too excited about things. And yeah. uh, this is something that I have to learn to control and I have to, uh, you know, stay balanced. And this is something like uh, I've been doing meditation every day for about three months now. And this yeah. has helped me more than anything else I've ever tried. Uh, it has helped me so much to stay calm, to see things clearly, even and notice importantly notice when my emotions are getting out of control i'm like i can say hey wait a minute wait wait a minute i feel like this is getting away from me and i have a choice now i can either you know be carried away in the flood to who knows where or i can stop yeah. and be like okay you know what i'm not gonna i'm not gonna get on that boat i'm gonna stay right here and yeah. that's been awesome so uh I'm, I'm a huge proponent of meditation now uh, not necessarily saying it should replace other stuff you're doing but <laughs> it's a great thing that i think everybody should try to do consistently yeah. Sometimes I just sit in the shower for a little while and that works for me a bit, but Yeah, that, that works. I think that does work. Just, yeah. just just don't think as much. So stop thinking so much. Yeah. <laughs> Literally just, don't, just practice not thinking. Just like the, I think the big goal from a lot of that stuff, at least to me it has been, is to put everything outside of your mind, right? And you're you have oh, yeah. no responsibility, you have no nothing. You have yes. just completely empty thoughts and then you could figure out how to start again and tackle forward right instead oh, of just like yeah. being in the moment constantly thinking about how you need to solve these other things and you can take a breath and step back for a little bit yes just turn stop problem solving mode for me what helps the most is just sitting be realizing right now breathe in and see that there is no problem for you to solve right mm -hmm. now there, there's not there's nothing for you to fix there's nothing that needs to change everything is right now in this moment fine yeah. and just you know learn through that you can see the beauty that is in each moment that maybe you might not have noticed before mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah oh yeah the no thoughts with the uh i can't even i can never pronounce that creature's name properly the exotl uh the, have you seen the mount and the face exotl. oh yeah <laughs> I think that's, I don't know how to say that either, honestly. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. Nothing's going to be pronounced properly on this show. <laughs> yeah. Axwell. Those yeah. things are so cute. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like, uh, so that was part of, like, uh, a lot of your earlier journey kind of going in and uh, dealing with sort of uh, a really crazy situation in your life. And then the community. I'm going to be honest, too. Like, the community uh, also, especially Twitch chat, <laughs> can get kind of very reactive, too. Uh, well, we feed and, off each other. Yeah. Uh, and it can go back and forth a lot. And it, it can be a little bit, uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'm not, I, look, Twitch chat, I'm not blaming you, guys. It's all right. <laughs> I'm not blaming you. Uh, but I'm just saying that's a factor to think about. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the thing is that Twitch chat will just feed off whatever energy that you have. So it's just... It, it underscores the importance of trying to stay balanced and trying to lead uh, by example because mm -hmm. uh in general in general i'm really proud of the community that we've built um i think that and i also think the final fantasy 14 community is amazing uh final fantasy 14 community is really very thoughtful and uh very considerate compared to almost any other gaming community i have ever been in and uh without I mean, during that whole time when I was fleeing the war, mm. I got so much love and uh, support from absolute strangers from F14 community who were like, hey, uh, 
you can, you know, I have an extra apartment that you can stay in and I won't go there. Like I know we're strangers, so it's going to be creepy for you, but I will look, I'll leave the key here and you, you're safe to go there if you need a place to be. I have so many people offer like a room in their house or, or anything uh, mm -hmm. just to help me get by for a while. And uh, I'll, I'll never forget that. I'll always, yeah. always be grateful for that. Yeah, uh, they're really good at responding uh, to critical situations like that. I, I mean, I will say, you know, they do have a very emotional side as well, but I, it's hard to say that's just the Final Fantasy XIV community because I feel like a lot there are Final Fantasy XIV definitely has that, but there are other communities like that where you're just kind of like you're in this one thing that you're just so attached to in a way that you're going to be very defensive, which I guess could bring us into the, the most recent, you know, conversation that's out there for everyone that's discussing things uh is the the just come um, what's the best way for it you know what just fuck it the conversation around final fantasy 14 in walker and the current state of the game and how it's moving forward things that need to change and there's a huge uh -huh. uproar uh, were you expecting that kind of feedback when you you made that video oh yeah i mean yeah. <laughs> i okay, definitely expected sure. people yeah. to lose their minds but it was yeah. stuff that I had really been holding in for a very long time that I wanted to say. And so, uh, I mean, I like I said, I spent that a six month break from the game. Uh, before that, I had gotten really, really, uh, I got burnt out with Final Fantasy XIV. I got really negative about it. And I just felt like, oh, I'm only, every time I talk about FF14, it's negative, negative, negative. And I was getting tired of it. And, um, when I took that break, I I spent the time trying to, you know, recover, heal, just to get my mind off of all this stuff and ask myself, well, do I really feel these things that I felt before? How much of that do I really believe? And those were the things that I really just tried to share in my video, uh, which I called Endwalker is the worst expansion I have Caps played. Caps worse, yeah and uh <laughs> a lot of people were very upset with me for this title but i thought it was okay because i put i have played in it and i did, we had this a huge discussion we had with the mods because i didn't want to make a video called in walker's the worst expansion because that's stupid everybody mm. has their own opinion about the expansion and so i called it worst expansion i have played because that's how i really have felt of mm. all the expansions that i played this was the one i had the least fun in that i would call my least favorite the worst one for me and right. so i thought that this would be a good way to illustrate what the video is about while still being you know it's it kind of a spicy title it's provocative yeah i didn't think that it was clickbait uh, because for me clickbait means like if you name the video 10 fantastic butts and then the 10 butts are not fantastic at all they're like they're bad well that's a bait and switch that's, that's bait and switch that's yeah. kind of how i see that okay uh, you got to deliver like whatever the title is needs to reflect the content of the video and, right. and i felt like that it was it was appropriate like that's a sentence that i believe and i stand by so i i don't i don't have an issue with that um but I made that video. There was only one thing that I said in it that I regret putting in there that I wish I didn't. Mm. <laughs> that was when I said that the devs were lazy. I think oh. I said like it feels like the devs are just being lazy because mm. I 
-hmm. again, here we go again with like getting emotional, yeah. <laughs> getting kind of mad. <laughs> Once you start feeling yourself, okay, you need to get yeah. better at catching myself. Because I got really exasperated, I got really frustrated. I'm like, you know what? It just seems like everything's worse this time. And the devs just seems lazy. I can't have explained it. I can't have any other explanation. It just seems lazy. Right, <laughs> and I, right. my God, afterward. Go, I, go say that like, to Yoshida real I quick. I would never. <laughs> I know. And so afterward, I'm like, <laughs> but you can't you can't make changes after you published yeah. it and yeah. so i i think yeah. what i what i wanted to express was that it feels like it felt lazy because it felt like there's less and mm -hmm. so but i obviously do not think that the devs themselves are lazy it's clear they're working their asses off yeah but yeah. i think what the truth is that is that uh they just don't have the resources that they need to make lots and lots of content uh i think square enix just however they're figuring out allocating resources to f14 f14 doesn't seem to be getting enough uh, and that's really that's really the issue that i i'm noticing yeah. um but yeah i do regret that <laughs> yeah. that, that, was, that was that was not cool uh, it's one of those things that, oh go ahead sorry uh apart from that the thing that i would say Okay, is what if I had named the video In Walker is the Worst Expansion? Okay. Mm -hmm. Like, what if I really named it that? I still think that, and we're this is something that we're going to have to uh, grapple with as more videos come out from other creators that are intentionally, mm -hmm. like, clickbaity and are, like, very, maybe not even reflecting what's in the video to try to get you to click. I think that the right way forward with this kind of stuff is to not see a video title and get mad and be like, well, I'm not gonna listen to them. Uh, I think that the right thing to do would be maybe try to be like, okay, I don't know what was going through their head when they made this title, but I will listen. And maybe there's some things I'll agree. And maybe there's some things that I won't agree. Like try to hear someone out and see, you know, is there value to be found in this? If you decide to watch at all. Uh, mm -hmm. But I think that more perspectives are good. Uh, more perspectives are healthy for the community overall. The more different kinds of things we can hear from different kinds of people, the better. And you got to remember, we're human. Uh, not everybody is excellent at phrasing their points perfectly all the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, you need to extend people a little bit of grace, a little bit of understanding. And uh, it's healthy to hear out people that uh, you don't agree with because it will help you understand your point of view better. And mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, I... Uh, I'm glad that people are feeling more comfortable sharing critical opinions about FF14. I think it's one thing that most of us can agree on is that people have been really afraid uh, to say anything negative uh, about the game for years and years, and to a point that it's unhealthy for the community. And so I'm glad to see people are sharing those things more, but I also... It would... <laughs> I also don't want it to become a thing where people are at each other's throats about stuff. Like, well, well, screw that guy because he made this video that I think is rage based, or screw this person because they uh, think that the game is really good and I don't agree. Like, this really goes both ways, right? They think the game is really bad and I don't agree, or they think the game is really good and I don't agree. Uh, like, we we need to remember that we're all part of this community together, and uh, we need to try to listen to each other as much as possible. Because you might disagree with someone, I don't know, 60, 70, 80%, but yeah. you can get a lot of value out of the 20 to 30% that you did agree with them on. And you can feel like you guys are not in this huge rift, miles apart from each other, because we're still, and I say this on my stream all the time, if you meet some of these people in real life, and 
you talk to each other face to face and you both find out, hey, oh, you play Final Fantasy 14? You'll say, oh my God, yeah. I also play Final Fantasy 14. It's very exciting. I don't know if you've met anyone yeah. in real life who plays Final Fantasy 14. It's amazing. <laughs> um, yeah. And in that moment, like it doesn't matter at all what they thought about in Walker. It doesn't matter if they like patch 6.3 or patch 6.4 or didn't like any of them. The fact that you both play Final Fantasy 14 is so awesome that it just instantly, uh, it, it like sort of bonds you. You get instant friendship bonding over that. And that's something I really mm -hmm. hope that we can remember when we're online as well, uh, when we're not face to face. Like try yeah. to, uh, you know, not uh, not cut yourself off from others, not see them as the enemy. I think we're seeing a set of a sort of a pattern here of yeah. philosophy. I'm trying to really uh, do more. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like I think a lot of those issues come from uh, the same thing as why people yell at each other in cars, right? Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't know that person. They're just a car that cut you off. You don't know what's going on if the blinker's out or if there's some sort of. Uh, <clears throat> I'll, I'll tell this story. I tell it every once in a while, uh, but I'll go and tell it. When I first started driving, I had a really crappy car. It cost like 1500 bucks or so. It had dents in it and everything else. Um, but I felt like I was a good driver. I was a safe driver. Uh, and I would just drive that car. And But for some reason, I just noticed no one freaking let me over. Like, I'd put my turn signal on, left turn signal. I was like, I need to get over. I have to get over. And I would try to get over. Then they honk at me. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with these people? Why are they honking at me? Why are there so many bad drivers? And it wasn't until I found out my blinker was out that it all made sense, right? <laughs> yeah. So I, I think there's like this, this thing where you just don't always understand what's going on in that other car. Absolutely. And you, you, but you're going to yell at them and scream at them because that's all yeah. you really know. So other do, people right? are honking at you. You think, oh, what, look at this clown who's trying to cut me off, but they don't know that like you're yeah. trying to do it the right way. You, you never know what's going on in someone else's life. So that's why I think it's a good policy to just try to extend a little grace and compassion to people first. First is the first yeah. step. <laughs> and uh, maybe they will prove you wrong, you know, or whatever. But mm -hmm. I think that uh, I usually try to start uh, with, um, more understanding with other people. Yeah, and it's difficult. And when we start talking about content creation in general, uh, and we, we talk about titles, and we talk about anything else. Uh, have you played with NA players, by the way? A lot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so they probably didn't even read the I've played part, uh, just because NA players have trouble reading things sometimes. That's why we don't use macros. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I noticed. Yeah, yeah. I noticed. and so uh, it, it is one of those things where they, they that first part of that title is what's going to pull people in. And whether and this is my opinion, right? The I played or not, I played there. My that emotion probably already happened before they got to that that part of it. And so they they want to immediately figure out if they agree with you because they're equally upset. And so this is something that would be validating for them. Or it's like, what the you know, I'm having a great time. I need to know how angry this person is going to make me and click on it and then get angry. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like we, uh, we've really gotten into this cycle with social media where we almost expect to be angry. Uh, and that's our, that is our expectation going in to a lot of stuff. Like, Oh, I'm expecting to either be validated completely or be completely angry one or the other. And uh, I think that one thing that would be really good for us to practice is maybe not going into either one of those extremes, but being willing to take the good and the bad with, uh, so that you can actually hear people better. Because if you do go into something with an attitude of, well, I'm expecting to be angry by everything this person says, 
Yeah. And then they say something that you like, you might not listen mm -hmm. to the thing that you actually agree on because uh, you're just so laser focused on uh, expecting a certain thing to the point you can't really see things as they are. Now, let's imagine you titled that Inwalker's uh, great, but I have a few problems are, uh, you know, Inwalker is a really good expansion. Here's a few things I think they should change. When well, it doesn't I wouldn't really feel that way. like that wouldn't reflect my emotion, uh, because the thing is, too, mm -hmm. if you start to overly edit and plan out exactly how the video title is going to sound so that it's going to be very palatable to everyone, not anger anyone too much. Right then that's going to be just as dishonest as writing clickbait. And so I tried to write something that I really felt that was mm -hmm. to the point, that's clear, that's mm -hmm. it, you know, and that's, if I don't really feel that way, then that's a problem. That's clickbait. But if I, then if I write something like, well, Inwalker is my, uh, Inwalker was my least favorite expansion in the patches but it was still overall okay like that wouldn't really reflect the way that i felt when i recorded that video and it would feel like pandering almost so mm -hmm. i don't want to do that either i wanted to try to be as true as i can uh but i mean <laughs> sometimes I, mean, I just feel like people expect so much out of me like damn like I, yeah. I, i'm not a politician i'm not a journalist okay i'm literally just a random person with bunny ears playing games and trying to tell you what i thought <laughs> about it like that damn well, I, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like I get a congressional review with every video yeah, I make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I do feel like there, <laughs> it, it does make sense to make titles that people would want to click on too, right? It's oh, not, yeah. Because, yeah, yeah. right? And so that is a title that people would want to click on. And it's a it, balancing act. You know, you want a yeah. title that people want to click on, but you also don't want to be, you don't want to lie. You don't want to say something you don't really feel. You right. Know, this is a, Sometimes it's a very difficult balancing act, but I try my best. Yeah. So. And I mean, and then when people will go and listen and watch the video and hear you out and everything, and uh, and then it's so easy just to like take that emotion that they felt initially and then let it ride and try to. This this happens a lot when you watch a video and you you're already set with how you what opinion you want to end up at and so you're finding the holes to validate your opinion while watching that video right <laughs> yeah. yeah you're not really listening then yeah you know it's just like you're having a conversation with someone and uh instead of listening to what they have to say the whole time you're just thinking about what you're gonna say next <laughs> right it's the right. same kind of like uh, uh attitude you know yeah so open and listening is good i think so as well yeah and, I, and that's I, another reason i'm oh, sorry no go ahead <laughs> so go I, ahead uh i again remembering that content creators are human too content creators are not always going to come up with a great title that actually is you know is perfectly reflects their emotion plus is not too you know too spicy or not too bland like cut people a little bit of slack if you can and just listen to the video and hear that out right and maybe you'll agree, maybe you won't. But I think it's better to encourage people to be curious and uh, look for other perspectives than just dismiss stuff out of hand before you even know what they're saying. Yeah. But when you make a video that gets popular, you then get everyone who's going to try to feed off of that. Because how much content in Final... Oh my like, God. If you're running out of things to talk about, then you're like, oh, this is this is good. 
grab that video. There's gonna be bandwagoners, which I didn't expect there to be that many. Um, Of course, there's a bunch of people that did the bandwagoning, yes. And Mm -hmm. uh, we're just like, of course, there's gonna be opportunists who are like, oh, that video did well, and it was negative about Final Fantasy 14. Well, this is my shot. This is gonna make money. (laughs) Of course, there's gonna be people that do that. But I think there's also a section of people who felt like. You know, you got to consider the culture that we've had in Final Fantasy XIV for so long, where people felt like they couldn't speak out, they couldn't say, uh, couldn't share concerns. And a lot of people, I think, bottled stuff up for a long time that was really unhealthy. Mm. And then once they saw I made this critical video, they're like, okay, finally, I can say exactly what I want to say. And uh, unlike me, who, who I spent six months thinking about everything, do I really feel like this? Is this too negative? A lot of people didn't do that. <laughs> and they're just like, okay, well, finally, I. I feel like I have the go-ahead now to say exactly what's on my mind, too. And some of that stuff came out very in a very uh, aggressive and toxic way because it's like, you know, finally you open that bottle that's been um, stewing inside of you for so long. And sometimes it can get ugly because, again, we're talking about human emotions. We're talking about people that are very passionate about a game. And there's a lot of uh, strong feelings flying around. So... In the midst of all that, the best thing you can do is try to see through it and try to see uh, where you agree and where you don't agree. Um, it's just I, been a bit of a floodgates opening. <laughs> I, I will feel. say that I have sort of a, a skewed perspective in that since this podcast brings on a lot of people who are very vocal about some of their opinions, especially raiders. And uh, oh, I've yeah. had Yoshida tell, respond to one of my interviews and say, hey, can you t- you know be a little bit kind? <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> what? I was like, okay, uh, you know, wow, you can't really control what uh, control these world against. first players say sometimes. Uh, of course, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, I think though it's a it's good advice, and especially hearing from Yoshi P. Uh, try to be a little bit more kind along the way, and that goes for me yeah. too. I could have been more kind in my video <laughs> instead of saying the devs are lazy. Again, I feel really bad about that, mm-hmm. <laughs> but a little kindness would be like maybe do before you post the video maybe do a quick kindness check you know check was <laughs> I, maybe i can be honest yeah you can be honest you can be loud you can be spicy you can be whatever maybe just go through and check was i unkind with unnecessarily oh, and man. if you were clip that shit out while you can because once you posted it you can't clip that it's shit out forever, yeah, yeah I, I it makes you feel any better <laughs> i i don't remember it's been a very long time outside of like a recent project where I've listened to any show I've ever done. <laughs> so I, I put it, I, I do the show. I, I make content. Once I'm done, I put it up there. I forget about it, especially the podcast. I, I just, it, it happened. It's all there. Uh, and people can go see how it was uh, spoken on. Uh, yeah. That's good, I'm lazy. good not to just, you know, stew over how things were. Just move on already. Damn, you know. Yeah. Whatever. But I, I think <laughs> uh, the other kind of conversation I think a lot of people are bringing into this whole big thing is that they're worried that all the kind of negative attention could bring in, uh, you know, less people to the game overall, right? And they they think that maybe that there's a lot of this criticism out there, and it starts this wildfire of again the the people who might be opportunist or whatever else that are just making tons of videos and. They may not even watch all the videos, but they see a lot of these videos out there. Mm. And so 
there's oh, yeah. concern about that too, right? Because then it's like a dooming conversation that will self-prophesize or whatever you'd like to say about that, right? Yeah. Of course, the player perception matters. And I've had people come into my chat uh, recently who were, had just, not after my video, because honestly, I think my video was fairly uh balance like i don't think i was like, like doing about it too much i was like here's some general warning signs and i you know at the time i was more concerned than even I mean, now mm -hmm. uh but i've had some people come into my chat after watching some other bandwagony videos that mm -hmm. came on and they were like man i'm a new player and i feel like having seen all this negative stuff coming up on youtube i feel like kind of discouraged to play and that sucks like you, you don't want that but I also think, uh, well, first of all, we got the Lucky Boncho census out a couple of days ago, <laughs> and it's apparent that the game is healthy. Populations are healthy and even increasing about 9-10% in most regions, mm -hmm. uh, in all regions. So the game is doing fine <laughs> in a population. It's not dying, and so at least we have like clear data to, to prove that and to hopefully quiet some of these doomsayers, mm -hmm. uh, which I have really gone out of my way to try to discourage the doomsaying. I, I think Again, we're, we're, the doomsaying is when you just go way off the deep end into this extremist attitude where instead of just accepting, I didn't like this, this, and this, well, it's like, well, because one thing was wrong, the whole thing is ruined. Like, we can't, we can't think like that anymore. We've got to learn to uh, have more nuance with that in the way we uh, observe the state mm -hmm. of the game. But absolutely, the player per perception uh, can be influenced by what's on YouTube. But I think that it's not a, a very serious long-term problem because as long as the game is generally doing well and releasing high quality content, those videos just will they'll sink. Uh, I don't think that you can uh, ride on that kind of stuff forever. Mm -hmm. um, it, whenever it doesn't resonate with how players really feel, uh, the truth is what is going to win out in the end. And the truth is right now, the population is, is fairly steady. Maybe, may, yes, maybe we have some gripes here and there about in Walker's patches, and I certainly do, but uh, I, I don't think that Doom posting is gonna succeed in the long run or even <laughs> affect player perception generally in any meaningful way. Yeah. Well, I mean, from what I've seen so far is that this game is actually really good for new players. Like it's, yeah. it's solid for new players. Like there's just so much content that has lasted forever. Like, Baja still exists out there, something to do, there's uh, Eureka, there's a lot of stuff for people who are coming into the game, because mm -hmm. it's not just deleted when a new expansion comes out. <laughs> there's just all yeah. this side content to do uh, that they could spend their time in. Uh, I think a lot of the concern comes from uh, the players who've been around for a while, uh, especially players that have been able to do all this content before, and we're looking at Endwalker to have more repetitive content that would kind of bring you in outside of the repetitive stuff that was already done, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, the game, it, in general, FF14 has never really made a lot of infinitely replayable content. Uh, mm. But if there's, if you have a good backlog of content, then you're not going to see a lot of the issues that veteran players have had at this point. Like, I was talking to Preach recently, he's a fairly new player, and uh, he doesn't really agree with a lot Is he really a, a new complaints. player now? Because he's, well, he's been he's, here for a while. I mean, <laughs> in post-COVID time, a year, two years, what is that, like a week? <laughs> no, yeah, like, I feel like the him time scales and, have changed. Him and I Jesse, know. I mean, they're, they're all just Final Fantasy XIV players now. I don't know. I guess so. <laughs> Newer, uh, maybe. 
newer, I guess, is the better way to put it. Um, yeah. But, yeah, he still has this huge backlog of stuff, you know, and, and it also depends how hard you go on the content. <laughs> yeah. How quickly do you uh, devour it all? Mm-hmm. Um, but, of course, if, if you still have this huge backlog, you're not going to notice a lot of these things. Um, but I also think infinitely replayable content, especially if you look at other games, is the stuff that tends to be very streamable content and Mm. uh as a content creator you're looking at what kind of stuff can i stream consistently that is going to make people want to watch that like that's going to be entertaining for people and uh so baja was fairly entertaining for people that's something that people seem to care about a good bit um Mm. but uh i think something like a little bit that people could easily jump into that you could stream would help the content creation sphere a good bit. Like the WoW has Mythic Plus. I'm not saying that FF14 needs Mythic Plus, but something. They probably could use Mythic Plus. Bit, I mean, like, I... for example, oh. I think, uh, yeah, something <laughs> with a scaling difficulty, whatever it is, uh, I think would be really mm. nice just um, that you could go back and play over and over. That's fun for people to watch so they can learn how to do it themselves. Um, mm. Or get some ideas, or learn how not to do it themselves. In my case, <laughs> so what? What seems to be when we look at the Final Fantasy XIV directory and the streaming and content creation when we refer to streaming, uh, it Palace of the Dead does okay. You know, it, it exists as kind of that challenge a lot of people try to figure out and they try to learn. It fits that description fairly well, but after they do it, they're done. Right, mm-hmm. they they get the three titles and they could be done with it. Uh, it took me two months of doing it completely uh, blind through uh, Eureka Orthos because <laughs> mm-hmm. I've never done it before. So that lasted that a little while. Uh, I wouldn't say pretty good. It was <laughs> that was rough. Uh, but it's kind of hardcore though. It's not midcore, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really think FF14 needs, needs the mid-core content, but that's probably a discussion for another time. Well, I mean, like, a lot of this stuff comes into to play here. Because, I mean, my what I do normally is I just stream Party Finder a lot. That's because I love Party Finder, and I love, uh, you know, going in as a healer and dealing with a disaster. It's fun. That's literally the only part where it's different. Every single time I go in there, people are bad in different ways, right? That's, and a, so, that's a fun idea, yeah. Way yeah. to inject some chaos into yeah. your gameplay. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, and, <laughs> and I think it's fun. It's also really fun to see the social interactions, right? And how different people react to when something goes wrong, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, true. <laughs> it's, it's, and the different ways people create their parties where they're like, we one, one wipe or done kind of situations, right? And then seeing how uh-huh. that plays out can be kind of fun, too. Uh, but I, that that is where a lot of the the social aspect I think for me exists in the game is just people who want to raid and try to clear this content. And it's fun to interact with them, mm-hmm. um, and I think that like outside of that, DJing in clubs, that's your that's your repetitive content. You got you got DJing RP scenes. You have uh, Palisadet PVP is starting to kind of do something but it's still something that it's has to take a lot. some time to overcome yeah. the stigma that people associated with it for so long even though yeah. i've been having a lot of fun with crystal and conflict uh i think that it's just going to take years honestly for people to realize that you can have fun in pvp in final fantasy 14. uh yeah. it's just it's going to be a, a some time but yeah. it's looking fairly healthy uh, it's easy to get into a casual match it takes less than five minutes so overall I, I think that's one of the best things that's happening in walker as it changes to pvp it's really good that you're doing the pf uh, because 
a lot of times, lately, I've heard some raiders say things like, oh, well, just the, the newer players, these, like, story-focused roulette roulette players they're just never gonna get better they're never gonna be on the rating Ooh. level and they're just they're so different they're so far away from my skill level right man I, and that's such a toxic attitude like you you should lead right be a leader and help people learn like educate people show them the patience and uh they will they will absolutely get better anybody can do an ultimate raid if they i'll practice. be honest with you good players can be kind of boring uh <laughs> Uh, they just are, right? There's oh there's some excitement into the unknown of like someone who's learning and trying to get in the raid and everything else. True, and it's like interesting to kind of figure out how you can kind of explain to them and finding you if you talk to a lot of streamers overall, the best feeling they have in a game is helping people get clears, right? They love that moment because you feel like you're trying to get a micro dose like uh I don't know, reliving that moment for when you cleared it. Uh <laughs> yeah. And so it's it's that's beautiful. Uh, that's great. That's I, really cool. I think that's kind of how it turns out. And the at, at any point in this game, the most boring time I have in Party Finder is a one shot where nothing goes wrong. I'm like, well, this is there's nothing. I all right. There's no that's way to change anything up. So good. Mentor <laughs> is such a gamba. <laughs> I mean, that's know. it's like gamble if someone's just gonna leave the party, right? It just yeah. as soon as it cues, it depends on what it is. I haven't <laughs> I haven't messed with mentor stuff in a while. Um, it's fun. I, it's fun for that. I reason. should do it. I should do it. Yeah, but I mean, should. in the other kinds of content we received here in Endwalker, things like Island Sanctuary, right, and things like that, where that feels a little weird because it it it's a private <laughs> isolation kind of thing. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so Unfortunately, a lot of... <laughs> it was not as social as I'd hoped that it would be. I mm. hoped that maybe we could get something special for trading items with other people's islands. Maybe trade, like, oh, maybe this wouldn't be a good idea. But I remember at Animal Crossing when people would trade the villagers on their island. Like, a really good villager, oh. if you got it, they, they would just sell it off. Actually, that would be horrible. So maybe that's good that right. we didn't have that. Uh, but... More social interaction would have been fun. Uh, there's really no reason to go to anyone else's island, so it felt a little isolating for me. Um, mm -hmm. But, I mean, it's just weird because FF14, the game design for FF14 is to yeah. be incredibly orderly, structured, on rails. And this is a good thing in a lot of cases, but it has some cons. You know, every game design is going to have pros and cons. And this game design gives us a lot of consistency. It gives us consistently high quality experiences that everybody will get the same thing. It's going to be good. You can expect to have a good time. You can, ex you know what to expect. That's good in a lot of cases. That's what gives us the consistent patch schedule. You know, right. this orderly game design is, is not that bad, but <laughs> whenever you try to apply that very strict structured thing to something as all over the place, sandboxy as a game like you know, Stardew Valley or Animal Crossing, those games could not be more different in terms of a philosophy than mm -hmm. FF14 is in its own DNA. And so FF14 tried to apply this like, um, I don't know, like conveyor belt mm -hmm. uh, structure to a game like that. And it just translated the execution and left something to be desired because it just didn't feel very, uh, for me, my animals don't feel that alive. Like, I guess I wanted my animals to have, I, w I wanted there to be more chaos, I guess. I wanted there <laughs> to be more unpredictability. Like in Stardew Valley, a, a, 
a hurricane can blow through and ruin all your stuff. Um, like, and maybe you give uh, your, uh, if, like, if you don't plant your crops in time, then they'll wither because you didn't think about it. Like, there's all kinds of points of failure that can occur that make it interesting. And mm -hmm. I feel like Island Sanctuary not having any of that made it feel a little bit bland uh, for me. But apparently they're not going to be updating it that much in Dawn Trail. Yeah, uh, I thought they were going to do some stuff with it, but maybe it's just like minor updates, like they update Lords minor of Minion, right? They, yeah, every yeah, time yeah. there's a new minion, they have to add new abilities for Lords of Minion. Oh, so. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so that true. <laughs> still exists in the case. But they're going to hopefully take into account some of the feedback they got from it with whatever new... Uh, lifestyle content. Right now, I'm fairly happy with the Island Sanctuary, though, because uh, for the moment, for the time yeah. being, there's a lot to do until I'm done. Right. Uh, for right now, I've, there's like a new lamb that looks amazing. There's a new mount that's actually a huge grind. Uh, so I'm going to be fine for my island for, for a while. But mm -hmm. at some point, I know it's going to run out and I will be bored in my island again. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I mean, I think the kind of structure, at least from my perspective uh how square enix was kind of doing this is they found stuff that worked they settled with the savage stuff and they're like we're happy with that right yeah. they introduced yeah. a new ultimate that was them trying something new ultimate was just like let's see how that works and it blew up and it was great for the game yeah. it was absolutely amazing for it and so they kept it it's on the rails now it's on the train mm -hmm. um yeah. when baja came out initially <laughs> back in heaven's Ward, it was dinosaur meteor island that did not stay. <laughs> that that they <laughs> they yeah they died them they they uh, Eureka yeah yeah they changed that up they changed I mean Eureka uh, Eureka uh, died them yeah died them first it was died them and yeah. then there was Eureka right? then Eureka then Baja then Baja yeah but they've been iterating on it they've been iterating on the concept as time yeah. is on most apparently they had much higher participation in Baja compared to Eureka so clearly yeah. They do take that feedback into account going forward. This is the reason why I always know that FF14 will succeed. And this is the reason why I don't doom post. I am not dooming about FF14. I never have. I never will. Mm -hmm. Because in general, the devs do listen. And uh, it's it's apparent all the time that, well, for example, with Baja, they took into a lot of the uh, feedback that they got then. And we saw, you know, improvements to what came before. And I hope that that's what we can see in Dawn Trail. Yeah. Too. Well, I mean, like, uh, even Criterion was something that they were so hesitant about doing. This is, like, something they they just... I think they were just trying it. And they were just like, let's see how it works. Uh, and they put it out. And they kind of missed the mark with the rewards on it. The content... Yes. Okay. It, it's, it's, it, was, it was a difficult dungeon that was kind of fun to do with three other people. Um, the Savage version... Uh, when you say lazy devs, you know, that's one of those parts where you start to think, mm, is there validity? But no, you no, no. Sometimes that's content can feel lazy just because yeah. it feels like there's less. And maybe you don't, there's a better word for it. Uh, but, right. it, it but that's not really, I don't want to make a value judgment on how hard the devs are working because that's really not, right. it was on my mind at all. Uh, I just felt like, Sometimes, God, I just felt so frustrated that yeah. they put for the savage reward just materia. Yep, that materia was for savage, very incredibly difficult content. Yeah, I, I just feel like yes, 
Endwalker is a great example of an expansion where they did try to innovate on a lot of different things, but it felt like they just didn't go far enough a lot of the time. They, they mm -hmm. took a risk, but they just put their <laughs> first pinky toe in yeah. the water, but they really needed to just put the all, just plunge in, okay? Do something totally different. And uh, it just seems they're so afraid uh, to mess with the formula that it's detrimental to the game, even in cases where it's clear they want to make a, they, they want to innovate, they want to do something different. But if you take these half measures and you don't uh, do, do enough with it, because you just want to test it out to see, well, what if they like it, what if they don't, well, you know, you're going to have the situation where it's not incentivized, where people are just not that excited about it because you didn't make it exciting enough because you weren't confident enough in it. And um, I think that's what we've seen with Variant is great content. Criterion, great content. These are high quality pieces of content. Uh, but unfortunately, the, it just felt like, like you said, the, uh, the they didn't take enough risks. And this is something that is also a big piece of feedback I've heard about. Uh, Eureka Orthos, people say, oh, well, it's a good deep dungeon, it just feels the same. It feels very samey. I wish they'd take more risks with it, which had felt more fresh. And uh, mm -hmm. something we're hearing over and over. And I just really hope that they can have a, a little more confidence in their mm -hmm. efforts to innovate and put more behind it. Because even now, they heard the feedback about Criterion Rewards, and they are going to add in the uh, which is still the, this not next one. The good, yeah. um, great item level increasing rewards for a savage version, but why only for a savage version? Right. So clearly they, they said, we listened to you, we're going to make this change because we've heard you. But again, they do the same thing. They do this half measure, <laughs> they just do a little bit instead of do, go go all, go ham, go all the way. What are you so afraid of? You well, know, I, I just... <laughs> I think they're afraid of me, like right now, Final Fantasy XIV, I, I would assume is the most profitable game for Square Enix. Uh, one of the most yeah. powerful games for Square Enix. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and so if they do any major changes and mess that up, I'm sure that will cause them problems. And gear and the gear system likely is one of the main reasons they're kind of hesitant to make any major changes there and to try to do anything too crazy with it. And horizontal gear is amazing mm -hmm. uh, and concept. Uh, but I don't know what that looks like on the back end for their development and everything else. Uh, oh, but they've done it before. Uh, they, they've done this before with Eureka. There was the Eureka gear, which gives mm -hmm. you uh, elemental bonuses in Eureka, and it's amazing. You can feel a real difference. You can feel a real like increase in your power as you collect more pieces of gear. So it's not like they never done it before. Well, that was they just in Eureka, it. though. It like... was only in Eureka. That's why <laughs> yeah. it was safe. But yeah. I'm okay with that. I would okay. be okay with having a Criterion-only gear that makes you really strong in Criterion. That would actually be pretty cool. Um, they they kind of did it with Baja, but with Baja they did more of a half measure, <laughs> where yeah. the, this haste above does not matter at all. <laughs> I don't really know what the point of that was. Nobody uses it. Mm. Uh, but I think this um maybe it would be cool to have uh within something like Deep Dungeon, or you can have like a Deep Dungeon gear because we do have either well we have armor, the weft armor not, yeah um, it's pretty <laughs> it's kind of becomes irrelevant it's not that yeah. interesting of a system to engage with because you get 99.99 and they never think about it again yeah so uh i don't know i feel like that could maybe they will they said with dawn trail they're gonna add a new they have new plans for deep dungeon whatever that means right i'm feeling very hopeful about that yeah i love deep dungeon <laughs> yeah i i love that you know and i love Criterion as it exists in a in doing the content just if there was a little bit more added to it it'd be great um, and I think that you know even Savage you know I 
Hell, I'd love a Savage 24 man, right? There's there's lots of things that I would like oh, in the yes. game too. <laughs> man, that would be so cool. Yo. Savage 24 man. It would yeah. be good to have like hard, extreme, and savage. And mm -hmm. like just give me recolored gear, actually. Diable yeah, like, gear. That's literally it. Yeah. That's or recolored mount. Like literally oh, take the okay. same mount and change the color a little bit. Yeah. People go nuts for this. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the, yeah, the two die channels are coming up too, right? So oh, that's huge. That's uh, huge. Yeah, but, who, who knows what else? Next week we'll know. Okay, yeah. that's next week. Oh, is it next week? I keep I keep forgetting. <laughs> oh yes. What it is. We will soon know all the secrets or most. Oh most man, well, so we'll uh, almost there. We'll know at least one job, right? We'll at least know one, one job. job. Uh, which is it's still very exciting. Know that they're they're trying to keep up with more than one job per expansion not i thought they were going to back off on that a little bit do you think uh, it's too many do you think do you think two jobs per expansion is too many i think it's the the problem is when they make too many jobs they're going to run into the point to where everything just gets really really bland unless if they take risk and let things fall out of meta but they're afraid of things falling out of meta too of uh and being not accepted in party finder uh although most players don't realize party finder damage isn't really that necessary. You just have to kind of <laughs> stay alive and you can clear pretty much anything. Yeah, uh, that's true. That and true. so I think that's a good direction to take it to where damage kind of matters, uh, but it's not that big of a deal uh, as long as everyone lives <laughs> and they can mm -hmm. press buttons relatively okay. Uh, I feel like that's okay too. Just throw well, a lot of heavy mechanics in there. Uh huh. But, uh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I uh, I was gonna say I just wish that we had the, the content, the midcore content, man. This is the hill. The midcore. Yeah. This is my hill. This is it. This well, all I care about. I mean, w would you <laughs> would you consider savage midcore content nope. in a way? No. Nope. Okay. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. If you're a raider, if you're an experienced raider, you do think, you will think that Savage is big core. If you've done a few tiers, you will think that because okay. you already have, you can read these fights way better. You understand what these mechanics mean. But for most people who never did it, it is like light years away. It is so intimidating and it is like a giant leap that uh, is straight up scary for, for so many people. I don't want there to be something that's not scary, that it's okay to screw up in, that if you screw up in, you're not gonna wipe the whole raid. Yeah, well. <laughs> and not have everybody looking at you because you did it. And wow, you, because there's like, there's that, or there's this, uh, you know, story mode dungeons, which um, like I did, a, I did one with a trust recently mm -hmm. where I went in there as a healer with my trust and it was the one where there's like little notes scattered around. Yeah. And so you're, you can read the notes for lore and I wanted to read the notes while doing this with trust. So I just threw up uh, the um, regen on the tank and I read <laughs> <laughs> and works. they cleared the dungeon. Like, yeah. I didn't have to do anything but press one button. Yep. And so between that level of difficulty and an extreme trial where you make up, you made one mistake and everybody dies, there should be something else for people to do as a bridge between. Okay. That's a huge gulf. That's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. It's, it's uh, pretty intense. Yeah. I think, yeah. uh, when you're, you're, it, 
and again, I have a very skewed perspective right now because I do savage content, right? And I'm trying to, I'm working on clearing my first ultimate. I'm so close. Uh, you know, we're working on top right now. We're near the, oh the end of the P5. <laughs> Uh, yeah. That's impressive. NFT five. Wow. Awesome. It's it's uh that okay? fight is. It, Are you alright? <laughs> I started asking people doing top flick. Yeah. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is, is a fight. Everything fine. I would consider <laughs> ultimate hardcore. Right. That's clear to me. Of that's course. hardcore. Course, I feel yeah. like Savage kind of devolves after gear comes out, though. I feel like it kind of gets to yeah. a point to where it's like. Yeah, you'll mess up True. if you... There's a there's a couple of body checks, but even in some of those body checks, if a healer knows the fight, and that's the caveat, the healer would have to know the fight, they can recover a lot. There's oh, only yeah. a few just like... I mean, ex, ex, the newest extreme, one person could easily kill everybody <laughs> due to one mechanic, mm -hmm. but uh, most mechanics that are like really hard body checks and everything... Uh, I feel like they're not as hard body checks as the community kind of makes it out to be. Because people just kind of give up. Oh, yeah. I definitely think so. A huge issue is, of course, player perception. And what yeah. you're doing is really the solution to this for now and for the foreseeable future, which is helping people in PF, helping them learn and being understanding and having fostering this environment of learning for people. So they see that it's not so scary. They can learn. They can practice. They can do better. Uh, that's mm -hmm. the best we can do right now. <laughs> well, we don't have the the bridge we have to just yeah. kind of make the bridge ourselves yeah i i kind of to be honest with you like when i did it it was just like i don't know what this is going to be it's probably just going to be straight memes the entire time right just nothing but jokes and people kind of being toxic but then a, a handful of people have come in to the stream and be like you know what i'll try this I'll, I'll give it a go and then they do the they have they struggle through the first one and then they're like oh man this kind of sucks then they clear it and they're like <laughs> Well, let's go on to the next one, right? Some people stop, yeah. some people keep going. It depends on what they're enjoying or not. Um, but the environment is a scary place inside Final Fantasy XIV. Dealing with people can be kind of scary uh, just because you'll have one bad experience and that defines so much yes. of how you want to interact with everyone else later on. Oh my god, so uh, true. Yeah. It's so true. And... It's weird because uh, it doesn't feel right in the MMO space where you're not wanting to interact with as many people, but we're kind of going in that direction in a way, right? Oh, absolutely. Uh, uh, we are. I mean, this is a kind of a complaint people have had about uh, FF14 and Walker is that the game has started to feel more like a single player game and less like big MMO and it's just another reason why this big MMO type content is so important because it puts way different kinds of players all together in the same space and this is where you can meet people who might play the game differently than you and that, that's, that goes for maybe you're a casual player and you meet a raider who helps you out helps you learn about raiding or maybe you're a raider and you meet a role player who teaches you about role playing like this, is a, this is a beautiful yeah. exchange of ideas and it will help you enjoy the game in so many different ways when you're not enjoying the game the same way that you used to all the time right. you can have friends that pull you into different places that you would have never met otherwise unless you everybody got, everybody got pulled into the same crazy spot uh which is what you know exploration zones have done for the game traditionally and that's, i really think that this is the biggest problem that inwalker has had well i don't know if like so when i think about it i don't know if that's like a inwalker issue or just a modern design of mmo issue overall that is kind of taking us away from that interaction with other people and I, again, I have a skewed perspective because I stream the game and I talk to people in Twitch and everything else. But 
I don't meet people in the game, to be completely honest with you. I meet people through stream, or I meet people through discords, or I meet people through anything out through other avenues. I guess when you first start the game and you don't know anyone, and you get these random FC invites, maybe that first <laughs> FC you joined defines your social experience going forward a little bit. But I am curious if most players meet people just in the game through this type of content, or it's just these are NPCs that I am interacting with to do something. Oh, well, I, I think it really depends on how much and how much coordination is required in the content. Because I made a lot of friends in Eureka because this requires a buttload of coordination <laughs> to do Valdesi and Aristotle. Like, this is not something the game will put together for you. This is something that you are expected to put together with a giant group of people. And through mm -hmm. that, um, and a lot of coordination required inside BA, I was able to make a lot of friends this way. I still make friends from doing this even now mm -hmm. uh, because you're, you are kind of, ex you need to communicate a little more. So it depends on a few factors. It's a few things like you need a big space where you're all gonna be together and where you need to co communicate, communicate and cooperate mm -hmm. uh, somewhat. So um, I don't know, maybe <laughs> MMOs are moving in that, in that direction. I don't think it's all bad. I, I like having the option to go in with trust Okay, like I farmed out all of my Inwalker minions from dungeons from just uh, just because this way I won't have to roll against anyone else, and it's how I got every Inwalker dungeon minion. So trust me when I say, <laughs> yeah, I'm very happy uh, about these options, but I just don't want them to replace the big MMO experiences. I want there to be more big MMO experiences besides me standing around the Etherite in Limsa. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I, I could tell you that there's a lot of people <laughs> who do that, and that is uh, great content overall. It's just seeing adventure <laughs> plates and getting the right angles. Uh, yes! You know, and so... Yes! Uh, I love uh, adventure plates. <laughs> yeah, it could, it, could, it could feed for quite a while. But after a while, you've seen enough, like, angles on adventure plates that they kind of start to repeat a little bit. Uh, but uh, I don't, I don't know. know. Some of them are very good angles. I don't know what. <laughs> fair, fair, fair. Some are bannable and they don't exist anymore. But just don't tell anyone if you've seen it. Okay, <laughs> just keep that. Take a little screenshot and keep it to yourself. <laughs> screenshot. Just put it over there for later. Sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I think it's. Uh, but yeah, that's a great word to use there uh, i think uh final fantasy 14 uh we're, we're when i look at other mmos it feels like the most of an mmo that more of an mmo than i've seen in like other areas like i don't know what wow's community looks like anymore in game i don't know what a guild wars 2 community looks like in game i don't know what a lot of these uh look like anymore because i don't venture a lot outside of final fantasy 14 anymore mm -hmm. so i am curious if those games are feeling sort of that same situation to where there's just a lot of people don't interact in game uh and they just <laughs> go through it so maybe you um, know more i don't know well with the world of warcraft retail it definitely has not felt like a big mmo like i i'm always solo in retail because i just play it as a collection game i like getting mounts and minions and stuff like that so i'm rarely interacting with other people that much in retail however i have been playing the hardcore wow oh, okay and that has been pretty amazing in terms of the community too just because like you're in this this terrible struggle altogether, and mm -hmm. so it's like everybody has to look out for each other because any second you could be your character could be gone 
Yeah. <laughs> so I do think that these uh, these situations where mm. you are in a dangerous scenario, humans are more like to band mm -hmm. together and it's more likely that you will form bonds with strangers more quickly whenever mm -hmm. you face the same struggle. Uh, this is why if you've ever been in a raid group, it doesn't take very long at all for you to become friends with the people that you're progging with. Yeah. It's just, it's understood that you guys are, you're, you're like a band of brothers out there. Yeah. And it's like day after day, it doesn't matter who they are. It doesn't matter how different from them you are. You will make friends with these people uh, mm -hmm. just because of the, the time spent and the say the shared struggle that you right. have. Maybe that's why Eureka was such a good place to make friends because we it was a bit of a shared struggle yeah. to get into the damn raid. You were uh, right. So little struggle is helpful. So little struggle is good. Yeah. But you don't want to overdo it to the point people get frustrated and then they don't want to engage with the content. So it's not an easy job that the devs have. Oh. I have so much sympathy for them. They, there's so many different kinds of people they need to make happy. And uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it can't be easy. I mean, not at all. And I, I think that when we're, we're talking about game development, uh, they're, they're developing a global game is current on three different regions right i mean naaus yeah. you can barely put them kind of close in the same bubble but they're also developing a game for jp and it's like a whole other problem to tackle and i understand wow is pretty global in its own right but i feel like they develop mostly for naeu right of course uh yeah. and so it it's tough. It's tough for them to figure out. And I, I'll let you know, like, and of course, they're also thinking about content creators when they're making stuff too. And at least some regard, I don't know if they should, but they kind of should because it helps advertise their game in some way. Right. And I feel like mm -hmm. ultimate sort of did that a little bit and it became well, a uh, I, I think it's Oops, a sorry. good Go thing to have content that, uh, with the, that they have content creators in mind for, because generally something that's going to be fun to watch on stream will also be something that is fun to do uh in yeah. most cases so anything that's going to show people something cool your game has that will make someone watching it think wow that's cool i want to do that too <laughs> that's yeah. really healthy for the game <laughs> yeah of course and i think like hardcore absolutely one of those situations to where if people weren't streaming it it wouldn't have picked up <laughs> as much yeah. as it did i i really don't think so oh absolutely true yeah um Cause it's just that excitement of it. And I played a little bit of hardcore as well. Then all my friends died and they quit cause they were angry. Uh, but <laughs> you have to go again. You gotta go again. It's just the concept. A lot of, a lot of people just don't understand or want to like deal with anymore. They're like, I've worked so hard. I've put so many hours and now it's all gone. And it's just, well, that's the game. That's why it's, it's <laughs> That's, that's why, why it feels fun. weighty, right? It, well, everything. Why... Go ahead. Yeah. You're, if if there are consequences, then your actions matter. If your choices matter, then it feels like everything matters. And it has that's what gives meaning to the experience. If nothing you do matters and you can just easily recover all the time, then it just becomes kind of meaningless. And this is why people who are very good at the game, at Final Fantasy XIV, uh, who are you know experienced raiders, they feel a lot of times really frustrated and apathetic about story mode content because they want to feel that rush. Like they want to be challenged all the time. They don't want to go back to a previous mode that they've already mastered they want to feel uh, the adrenaline rush of like are, am i going to handle this or not is this if i press this button right now is this going to matter or not because they're at that level and so like mm -hmm. how do you feed those people while also not overwhelming uh, new right. players it's it's a very difficult challenge for them but uh 
I, I do think, and this is something that, it doesn't necessarily have to be hard content for mm -hmm. you to have stuff like that in the game. Uh, this is why I, I like to talk about, you know, storms coming through your island sanctuary or uh, right. things going wrong or, oh, your, your crops withered because there was a famine right now. You know, I, I would love to have some of these unexpected points of failure occur because those things, um, if, if you can make decisions that will help prevent disaster striking or... Uh, like, if you can influence that in some way from your care, from your nurturing of it, uh, mm -hmm. then it's going to feel like it, it was more alive. Uh, because that's really, um, this is this is what makes things feel more realistic, is when there are stakes. Uh, yeah. This is why, for me, in Palms of Verdine, the kind of content that I tend to gravitate to, and this is probably not just true in Palms of Verdine, but I tend to gravitate to content where the stakes are high. And that's why I love Eureka, because you can die on Ozma and you don't clear. Uh, mm -hmm. I loved deep dungeon because you know the deal with deep dungeon you can die yeah. and then you're not going to clear that's it there's a huge consequence mm -hmm. it's why i've loved uh ultimate of course because well <laughs> literally everything <laughs> you do wrong could be a massive consequence for yeah. everybody and yeah. i'm drawn to that because it just like I, i'm i i'm an adrenaline junkie i guess <laughs> and oh, i yeah. just love it uh but if if it was so easy then you you just don't you can kind of get apathetic about stuff like oh well it doesn't matter if i press this now or if i press it later and you know i can just kind of snooze through it and i've learned to enjoy that as well you know i can enjoy an alliance raid these days even if it's relatively easy but just you know chilling out a little bit like i can yeah. i have the capacity to do that uh but there is something really gripping and really engaging about stuff where your every action you take has a consequence big or small Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I've been rambling a little <laughs> No, it's fine. <laughs> it, it, it's thoughts in your head and, you know, things that, uh, that matter to you too. I mean, and I, there is, of course, for my stance, I want difficult content that is repeatable in some way as well. Like, or at least things that matter. Like once you do deep dungeon and you solo it the first time, you can well, I can go, go do that on every job now. And like you, you start to have to make that challenge yourself is how mm -hmm. do I just like add this extra level of excitement for it? And it yeah. would be nice if the game helped deliver a little bit more of that than having it all be community driven. Uh, I mean, the world race is technically only exists because of the community, right? Yeah. The uh, PvP well, scene you. only. You're the one, dude. <laughs> well, <laughs> not, it existed was... before me. I just tried to. <laughs> Put a spotlight on it in some yeah. way, right? Uh, and it's the same thing with uh, the <laughs> PvP community would be dead completely without players behind it trying oh, to yeah, feed it course. and make scenes and make competitive stuff. Light Party doesn't exist without the community. Uh, the stuff that they're doing these huge competitions for over at FanFest wouldn't exist. There wouldn't be people who were good at it if it wasn't for the community trying to foster that too. Yeah. And so basically, there's no problem with EVA 14 that the community cannot overcome with concerted effort. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. like, we can make our own mid-core content, we can make our own bridge content, we can make things harder for you if you think they're not hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just count on the community, we'll, we'll figure it out. Okay. 100%. Like, well, I mean, that's what it seems like. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, the housing scene, even, like, doing all the creative crazy stuff with that all community oh God, driven that. going insane like the the oh dj God. stuff was it when they said housing would exist <laughs> they weren't thinking oh people are gonna do these nightclubs and stuff every saturday over in these houses no. that's not what they were expecting with it but that's what the community decided they wanted and they made it happen um, it's fun 
Have you done it? Have you gone to the clubs? I, I'm going to be honest with you. It's it's not exactly something that's for me. But oh, just do I, it. Come on. I, I've done it. it. I, I have. I have. I have. And, and like, you know, go in there and gamble a little bit. And then I'm just like, you know, this is this is neat. <laughs> but I'd rather go die in Party Finder right now. <laughs> Maybe I'm just socially awkward in game. All right. In game. I just don't know how to interact with people properly. Uh, no, you're supposed to flirt. You just start flirting with people. Just message people. You go people. to the bar and you ask for a drink, and they'll tell you like it's one yeah. million gil, and then you give them one million gil for a drink. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like, okay, I guess that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, last, sorry, raid. I, I couldn't afford my potions today because I spent all my gil at a bar last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just no. Drinks on me. Yep. Club. Yeah. But I mean, like, it, it creates a good experience. <laughs> and, you know, it's just, it's really funny that, like, again, when we were talking about this earlier on, and I know, like, this conversation is going in a couple different directions, but it all revolves around content in Final Fantasy XIV and the current state of it, right? And that's yes. kind of what I wanted to talk about. It's just what the game is now. Uh, mm -hmm. the, there's, there's actually people in the game that are creating these RP venues and that they're kind of treating this game as a, the, a, release from their current life as a second life where they're making relationships within the game and everything else um and a lot of mmo communities don't foster that anymore but final fantasy 14 i think does mm -hmm. um and it's exciting because uh you know there, there are people who play lords of verminion there are communities for that too <laughs> all right and you know what's even i found this out the other day and i was like well i it, it sucks that the expansion's over with and no one can really do Eureka as much anymore. But there's people out there doing Eureka and doing BA, right? There's people, oh, yeah. there's Discord's dedicated to doing that content. And I think that's just like insane that content can live for so long because people go and they keep it alive. Oh, yes, yeah, because of the community, you know. Uh, this is, but the thing is that there is a niche community for literally every single thing that you can imagine yeah. in Final Fantasy XIV. But you need to seek it out that's the thing and this yeah. is the some this is the thing the game doesn't do a good job at guiding you towards uh hey hey you why don't you join a fishing discord and try fishing <laughs> like, i, I, I think they should not, not guide do. you to discord channels i wouldn't <laughs> no 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 i'm not saying like directly <laughs> yeah, 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 discord yeah. Channel. what i mean is the yeah. game doesn't usually guide you towards certain goals that you could potentially sink a lot of time into like, it doesn't say, hey, why don't you try hunts this week? Or why don't you try doing fishing? Or why don't you try? Because really, you are encouraged to find your own goals, set your own goals, and then go after them. And I wonder if, like, if maybe fellowships had been executed better in the game, um, maybe that would have been a way, a portal through which people could get in touch with some of these niche communities more, more readily. Because I think a lot of new players just have no idea how deep these different rabbit holes go. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's a shame because like PVP has this incredible community built up around it. But how many new players would know that straight away? You know? Casual is pretty, and like, that's the other thing. Like a casual is the mode for PVP right now. Ranked exists and people can do it. The queues are much harder as you get yeah. higher level, of course. Like. Uh, Barely difficult. About uh, half an hour I've had usually. Yeah. Yeah. It, my, well, that was before the patch, so I don't know what it's like right now. Uh, it's you know it comes alive at the very beginning, then people kind of get their placements and stuff. They get higher up, and then the stars to dwindle off and everything else. Um, but <clears throat> yeah, the the casual con it's great. It's actually kind of like reversed 
in a way. Well, I don't know if entirely reversed. <laughs> the rank scene has stayed almost exactly the same in PvP, but casual has blown up. <laughs> so it's become, it didn't exist at all really before, but now it's, it kind of exists and a lot of people are having <laughs> fun with it. Yeah, it's been fun. I, I like it. I just wish that it would stay active forever and ever, but unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> just uh, with a lot of things, it, once it reaches the, reaches the end of its lifespan and you got everything you wanted, you feel like, okay, I'm done. Goodbye. Mm -hmm. I'll see you later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And well, I wish it wasn't like that. Yeah. And you know what? The, the sad part about this, I guess people like me or other people who are involved with Final Fantasy XIV, they could release a lot of really crazy junk but final fantasy 14 is going to be there no matter what right oh, it, yeah. it feels like it's, it's the people they could release <laughs> not great content and people <laughs> would still play the game would still oh, sub yeah. to it and still keep going so this game's going to be here forever oh, i mean yes. it, it's it's insane <laughs> how like long this game is going to exist <laughs> But, I mean, there's a there's a lot to be said for the unconditional love that the community has. I've expressed this a lot lately. I, I do also have unconditional mm -hmm. love for Final Fantasy XIV. Like, whatever happens is what happens, you know. I, but mm -hmm. I'm here for the long haul, and it feels like home. It's like it, it's such a, it's such a unique game that I play in that way, and that it feels like that this is the game I return to every day. Uh, this yeah. is where I feel like I, I belong here, and. Um, I'm glad that so many people do feel that way no matter what. And I'm glad that even with an expansion that I haven't been that fond of, and many people have been critical of, patches of, we're still here. Yeah. And we're still coming back. We're still resubbing, and we're still looking forward to the things coming next. And yeah. that gives me a lot of hope for the future, too. Yeah, and I, I'm looking forward to it. And it's good that the developers see criticism like this, too. Uh, and they can kind of take it in. Um, as long as they don't have to filter through it too much <laughs> yes. it's okay yeah like, you don't want to make their life even harder than it already is mm -hmm. by uh being toxic while you're trying to share your opinion yeah like uh but that's not always that easy emotions yeah. can get in the way but it's like yoshi p said a yoshi p himself has said a complaint is worth two times the compliment so they really do take the critical feedback very seriously, and we're seeing that with changes to Criterion Dungeon. If people never said it, that they never, uh, if, if people never said anything critical about Criterion Dungeon rewards, well, then we wouldn't get the massive improvement. Maybe yeah. it's not the improvement all the way. Maybe they didn't go as far, but it's a step in the right direction because they're listening and because we're sharing feedback. So, yeah, it's it's kind of a collaborative thing as this game evolves over time. Yeah. Well, you know, we, we've talked a lot about just in general, the current state of everything with the game. Uh, now that you've completed 6.5 uh, and you've gone and gone through all that stuff and we have a, we have Criterion coming up and we have a little bit more PvP maps coming out uh, mm -hmm. here in just a few weeks or so, a couple of weeks, maybe. Um, then uh, we also have Fall Guys coming. Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. Uh, it's not going to be forever, though. I heard yeah. that it's just temporary, which is it, a shame. It would make sense that it would be temporary. Because if it's too okay. good and like everyone wants to play Fall Guys in Final Fantasy XIV, your game starts to become associated as a, fa a Fall Guys game, I oh, guess. That kind of makes sense. But we yeah. have the Ma Monster Hunter World thing that's in the game. But so... no one thinks about it too much right now, right? It's not True. repeatable content. Fall, Fall Guys is repeatable content. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we can't have that. We yeah, can't have no. anything infinitely replayable. 
Better not if it has someone it. else's name on it. I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. They should just call it, make like, they should change it and call it, like, um, Tumble Buns or something like that. Tumble, tumble. I feel like that's a little biased. Yeah. Yeah, maybe so. <laughs> <laughs> ball fights. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a good one. Ball, ball fights? Change it up a little bit. I don't know. I'm just thinking of random stuff. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> we have that coming up. And then in January, we have a little bit more story, another trial of sorts, and uh, just a little bit more. But we're we're on the lull, right? We're hitting oh, that point. But didn't you uh, hear Yoshi P said that there's going to be something special that we don't know what it is that's coming between. Wait, who said it? When, when? Uh, Yoshi P said it in a Japanese interview recently, and I read it on Reddit as someone had translated it, and I okay. I hope that whoever translated it from wherever they read it was correct. Look, <laughs> 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 this is a this is a huge. I have to believe. All right. This is a pretty big <laughs> copium. Copium overdose. It, it probably it, it could easily be Yoshi a Final Fantasy sixteen collab. You know. <laughs> Uh, it will give us something to do until 7.0. Something say. to do be, all the way to 7.0? Yes, all the way. It's going to be huge. And he's only going to tell us at FanFest next okay. week. Okay. He's going to say it at FanFest. Is that what he I'm said? Gonna so upset. I'm going to be so upset. Because <laughs> I've already hyped myself up about this to the point that there's no way I won't be disappointed. <laughs> Whatever it is. But anyway, <laughs> you're asking me about... Uh, yeah, no, just the future of the lull, right? How and do I feel about 65? Uh, relief. Oh, my God. I yeah. feel tremendous relief yeah. after doing 6.5. Like, I, I felt like with this patch, I felt like, okay, I am playing a normal Final Fantasy XIV Walker patch again. Right. It didn't feel like filler. It didn't feel like nothing happened. It felt like a lot of stuff happened. Mm -hmm. and I felt like the quality bar went back up into, you know, the normal range of what okay. I would expect from okay. Final Fantasy XIV's main story quest. Uh, but I will say this, and this is something sure. I would say to people who feel very negative about it. Before I went in, I made sure to take a moment and let go of my expectations. Before I went into the 6.5 main story patch, I said, okay, I will let go of anything I expected to be good or bad, horrible or great. Whatever it is, is what it is. I take it for as it is and try to enjoy it as much as I can. And thankfully, it's like not hard uh, to enjoy it. Spoken like a true Party Finder player. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. <go ahead>. yeah. <laughs> the PF warrior attitude into yeah. the main story. Uh, but I was, I, I don't want to give spoilers here. I, I won't because I know we've yeah. got a lot of new players probably. Uh, mm -hmm. But I will say I was pleasantly surprised by Zero's fate and very pleasantly surprised by the fate of Golbez. Um, they, uh, it made, what happened there, I'm going to be very vague, <laughs> made me yeah. more happy about what happened in 6.4, which left a very sour taste in my mouth. I was very, very unhappy with 6.4. Oh, okay. Uh, it was incredibly frustrating for me the way that ended. And so mm -hmm. what happened in 6.5 made, to me, that made it a little easier to swallow. Now, I know some people are like, oh, but it's just like friendship is magic and you know, whatever. It's, it's Final Fantasy. What do you expect? Yeah, yeah. Do you expect it to not be friendship is magic? It's Final Fantasy. Yeah. Of course it's gonna be friendship is magic. <laughs> and you know what? <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> I that liked the nice. wholesome. It's wholesome. It's cute. It was, I thought it was really nice. 
So. I mean, I'm, 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 I have a preference towards, you know, going and doing a dungeon, and then the elephant mother turns into a giant monster and scares her kids, and they turn into monsters, and you have to kill them. Yeah. I like that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. So this is okay every once in a while too. This is all right. Like, <laughs> would I, would I put it on par with Shadowbringer's story patches? No. No, I wouldn't. But I was happy with it. And I felt, I, I walked away feeling very satisfied and very warm and fuzzy. Did it change my life? Did it make me cry? No. But I felt good. And that's good enough for me, really. Especially after being so unhappy with so many of the patches this expansion. Uh, I will say, felt like 6.5 crammed in a lot of stuff. And I almost felt a little bit frustrated yeah. with how much stuff they crammed in. Because I'm thinking, well, shit, you had all this the whole time? <laughs> and then you made all these filler patches and you could have spread this out way better over the other patches where you crammed it all in it is mm -hmm. one because i felt like if they had paced it better then mm. uh maybe we could have spent more time with this super cool trial boss villain <laughs> right uh, which i love man what a cool boss the boss yeah. looks amazing it's this horrible like void spawn Thing, and it's speaking this other ancient language yeah. and it's like yearning to go home and it's so eerie it's so creepy it's so good it's like, that's what i wanted from endwalker yeah was uh i expected too after the base patch horror i was like this is gonna be the horror expansion no. and 6.5 like this boss is one that could have absolutely delivered on that Fair. if they showed it a little bit maybe hinted at it you know, I think back to the Stormblood patches, uh, creepy stuff starts happening at the end. Right. And like people are going missing. You're hearing whispers from beyond the rift. At the time, the community is like, what the hell is mm -hmm. going on right here? Yeah. And it was amazing because all this discussion kept a lot of buzz and momentum in the community between patches. This is something that uh, this boss could have facilitated in Endwalker, but for whatever reason, uh, I just think that Endwalker's story was paced not not that good it and felt if it had been paced better yeah we wouldn't have had the same problems that we had i think with feeling so frustrated well this is them going off the rails a little bit to be fair because they've always done it to where they have the expansion it kind of ends midway then they start oh, yeah. the new expansion this one they yeah. were like we're ending it we're giving you a whole middle story that's not relevant to literally anything else then we'll give you a little touch of the expansion right before yeah, right that's weird that was a weird choice yeah and maybe not entirely necessary but i think that they could have just kept with this story and you know spread things out a little bit maybe involve two characters who are in crystarium next to the bar who are conspicuously absent <laughs> maybe mm -hmm. that if they had been involved that yeah. might have helped uh, some previous patches a bit more yeah. uh they yeah. definitely seem like they should have been involved uh yeah. that was a big crit critique i had but overall mm. by and large i ended this story patch feeling like oh thank god i think that was yeah. good <laughs> i'm so glad i'm so glad i'm playing final fantasy 14 again i feel like not worried mm -hmm. as much about dawn trail uh now other stuff that happened in the patch of course it's not just story uh we had right. Thalea. Thalea, i've i quite liked um Maybe it's my second favorite. I really loved Aglaia the most. Um, yeah. This one I quite I quite enjoy though. It's close to my enjoyment of Aglaia just because, man, they gave us some sexy bosses. Aglaia, they 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 like, went out of their way to really just really make people have wet dreams at the end of. Sorry, anyways. Sexy? Yeah, they were they were <laughs> like, Limlayan dreams <laughs> and oh also Thaliac. Oh yeah. my god. Pretty ridiculous. <laughs> 
pretty three sexy, sexy bosses. Very and dreamy, then, yeah. Yeah, the way too dank boss, though, at the end, I didn't like. <laughs> I didn't like that one. Well, I mean, it was just like, uh, throw everything together, and it's overwhelming. Out. And I was that's, overwhelmed. Yeah, I, that was the I don't point. love the last one. That was the point, but, to be overwhelmed. Yeah, I, I get it. I think they <laughs> wanted it to just, they wanted it to be way too dank. Yeah. I think I would have preferred being tag teamed. <laughs> <laughs> You know, everyone, you know, you're in the middle and all the okay. other gods are all around. The I don't have to explain it, uh, but that no. would have been cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else? Oh, other thing I would say, a lot of people have been critical yeah. of the difficulty of Thalea saying it's undertuned, but I've, I have this weird feeling like <clears throat> a lot of players go into the Alliance raid on day one and they're like, okay, we better wipe a lot because we don't know anything that's going on. It's going to be cool if we wipe a lot and we have a lot of problems. It's going to be really cool. Mm. And then I feel like the devs have the completely opposite attitude where they're thinking, okay, so we need to make the raid so that on day one, nobody wipes a lot and they don't have a lot of problems. It's going to be really easy for them to understand day one, okay, without a lot of <laughs> like pre-planning. So yeah. Sometimes I feel like we have a totally opposite expectation of what we want out of the alliance raid which just goes to show like you said earlier uh alliance raid savage would be amazing as an option uh, i yeah. get why they're why they have the difficulty what it is wanting to keep um alliance raid roulette while it is a roulette not feel too much like a gamba like okay yeah. i could be in a raid that's going to take me 15 minutes or i could be in a raid that's gonna take me 45 minutes you know they don't want that to happen but if they don't want that to happen that's fine just give me something else okay give me the other thing <laughs> You know, and I, I, of course, have this perspective of like, well, it seems so easy in my mind. Of course, I'm not going to understand the reasons why not and everything else. But a 25 or 24 man raid uh, that was savage and all you did was just up the... You didn't have to balance it. You don't have to make it really crazy. Yeah. Just up the damage, up the health bars, up everything else and just say, <laughs> give it, give the team one go. Say, hey, go yes. through it. Does it feel at least okay? Sure. Then release it. You're four months past Savage. So go ahead and release the same gear that you're releasing in Alliance Raid currently at 660 level that could be oh, recolored. Yeah. And you're good. Right? That, that is a farmable situation for a lot of people. You get one drop a week, right? Mm -hmm. And it, it's it could be fun, right? It could be I'm, fun. They could, I do understand that in some regard, how do you balance that with the jobs, make jobs not be left out, things like that. Uh, but I, I, again, this is my perspective of it, not everything has to be perfectly balanced. Uh, and yes. it's okay for things to be a little bit out of whack in order to create that level of interaction with the jobs. It would so. be fun for the, them to have some kind of experimental area like experimental mm -hmm. version of the game that they let players test out and just give feedback <laughs> on like they're so afraid of uh putting something in that is gonna no, be crazy no way the, the the story means too much to too many people for them to give any glimpse well they can just have it be like a totally blank uh arena oh with, okay like, the boss is just like a, a grapes poly grapes Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> polygon grapes, and that's we'll just fight polygon grapes, so we we can say if it was good they, or bad. They will look at the <laughs> mechanics, and they will see. Well, the mechanics are in this order. What does that mean? Yes, <laughs> true. Like, does so, this mean that the polygon grapes is our new king? And yeah. 
the uh, uh, Trollolia or whatever we're going. Yeah, yeah. I uh, nominate Polygrapes as king. Polygon grapes. I mean, it, they have too. It's strange how well they've actually. Oh my gosh, that sound! I thought I turned off all the alerts. I'm sorry, everybody. Oh, I don't hear it. Well, you I don't hear it, time. but it was one of the alerts for stream, for subs and things like that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Well. Yeah. <clears throat> it, you're fine. You're fine. Doesn't Just it went me. in my ear, and it went in. <laughs> At everyone else's ears, but yours are okay. You're, you don't even have your headsets on your ears, so it doesn't even matter. Uh, oh, I just hear really well, so I don't have to. Ah, uh, okay, fair, 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 yeah. fair. You've answered yeah. that question a thousand times, I'm sure. Of course, yeah, I mean, <laughs> people are wondering if I put it right on my ears, it'd be too loud. Yeah, yeah. I just hear it. This far. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, anyways, uh, so. Alliance raid and then we also had the new extreme that kind of came out that there was a couple of gripes had EDM music to it That was really great. great. Right. I uh, did it uh, yeah. But I, I went in I, and I, I kind of recommend this if you are bored or something If you think the content's too easy, just try to go in with the most pepegal attitude that you can. That's what I usually yeah. do yeah. Uh, but like I, I I have one brain cell firing in there and um, <laughs> I managed it Cleared it, but you know what? After yeah. I cleared the boss, I realized I did not have dance partner. I feel so embarrassed. Wait a minute. Yeah. That seems familiar. <laughs> Just like in the group I was with you. <laughs> Dancer is the perfect ADHD job uh, because it lets you dash to get out of problems that you weren't paying attention to. It's kind of like a fidget it spinner does have in a way. That one issue. Yes. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Yes. <laughs> But that is still gonna be the uh, the main problem you'll have to deal with if you have ADHD like myself. There is the uh, dance partner. You have to remember. <laughs> Gotta remember turning on. Uh, trust it's me. Only I thing you I... have to remember, dance partner. <laughs> you know, cardia gets me sometimes as well. Uh, and I just noticed the tank's health's going down a lot. I'm like, man, does this guy just don't? They don't have gear. They suck, or they're not being cooldowns. <laughs> I was just like, I don't have cardio to kind of just carry me through a little bit of healing there. Um, mm. But, um, okay. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, I couldn't heal. That's too stressful. That's way too it stressful. Really, it really isn't. I don't what? know. I feel like... I'm sorry. I have a perspective that healing in this game is amazing. And it's not difficult. Uh, but you have to... It, it's... When you DPS, it's really easy, right? You can throw it out the window. DPS is yeah. super easy. The good, only time that good. healer is difficult is during prog. After prog, it is so boring. You right? go through the exact same script. If people die, you're like, oh, I'm revitalized, right? But when everyone lives, it is the most boring DPS job that you could do. What? Yep. Huh. Wow. Well, it's one role I never tried, really. I never really? did healing, because I'm really bad at it. <laughs> well, <it's, laughs> I'll, I'll let you know, it, once you do it, you'll realize how easy it is. Because, I mean, it's the same thing as, like, when you're doing DPS, you're pressing a cooldown at this moment. You're doing this at this moment. You're pressing your OGCD at this moment to heal everyone and add mitigation. It's the same thing mm -hmm. until people start dying, and that's where people start to freak out. But uh, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Because no one's expecting, because the thing is, I think at least for the most part, when people get Doom, it, well, have you done the most recent raid, oh, uh, yeah, Savage? Yeah, yeah. yeah, P, yeah. P10S, 
uh, when people get Doom, if they die, do they blame the healer? Right? I don't think no. so. They blame the player because they got Doom. They are not blaming the healer for not assuming <laughs> it fast enough. Right? <laughs> and so I think the player base do blame other players for getting hit by stuff enough. And it's obvious because you get a little debuff most of the time now. <laughs> so, um... Yeah, I mean, I usually just assume whatever happened was my fault. Um, usually that's okay. correct, so... <laughs> I mean, that's... that's correct, especially uh, you'll make Twitch chat happy because they, they believe that for sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that you're correct every time. Yes. You yes. could have done something better. Uh, that uh, well, that does become I, the healer always... life, but... I do encourage the backseating usually because I'm like, well, look, if you got... Any help, any advice for me? I'm all ears here. And like, I don't know what I'm doing. It's so <laughs> fun, though, when they're wrong and you just squish the shit out of that, right? And you just... <laughs> you can be so smug. Oh, yeah. like, oh, look at all the naysayers who didn't think I could do it. <laughs> right? Yeah. Look at me now. <laughs> yeah, that is, it's so That's my internal voice. Thank you for doing that. <laughs> yeah. They love uh, it too, though. Don't let them fool you. They love that as well. Do they? Okay. All right. Yeah, all right. They like me being it. right? I don't think they like me being. <laughs> oh, you just gotta. You gotta. You know. Uh, um, what do you call it? Uh, my God, my brain is fried. I don't know. I have literally no clue where you're going. I can't <laughs> help you. Butter them up. This. You gotta butter them oh, up butter, a little okay. bit. <laughs> yeah, tell them how cute they are, and they'll forgive you, right? Like, oh yeah, and the kisses and everything so else. Cute. Yeah. That's so cute. Uh, That's adorable. Gosh. Oh, <laughs> it, it helps a lot. It's so cute. Yeah. You can't get mad at Chet either. Can't. Adorable. adorable. <laughs> you know. I don't do that. You know what? That's probably my issue. I don't That's compliment problem. chat enough. That is one of my problems, and I will make a change. You're showing your love and appreciation yeah. for how adorable and wonderful they are. And I appreciate yeah. every time they tell me <laughs> it looks like I'm 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 depressed, right? <laughs> That's the <laughs> looks worst. Looks like I'm sad Someone's today. Like, hey, you look like shit today. Like, what's going on? Like, <laughs> You're like I'm just here. Like, I'm existing. <laughs> What do you mean? And after the stream, I'm like, what <laughs> What's wrong with me? What did what I do? <laughs> oh, God. All right, back to 6.5. 6.5. Um, I don't know. There's there's the dungeon. You could talk about that. It was, the, it was a dungeon. It was neat. It felt nostalgic to Final Fantasy players who recognize some of the stuff. Do you remember it? You look cool. like you were trying to recall the dungeon. Yes! How did she read my mind so fast? Yeah. From like the dungeon. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was different though. It was cool because yeah. uh, it actually surprised me. It's not what I expected. I expected okay. it to be all the blocky cubes. Only. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it wasn't all block blocky cubes. No. <laughs> <laughs> you you really do pronounce things just as well as I do. So thank you. Oh, You're giving God, me some sort of confidence. Uh, it was different. Yeah. It was really cool. Uh, like I can't say what it was, but it was on fire. It was. And it was. was really good. I love the dungeons that are on fire. Big fan of the on fire dungeons where everyone is running burning. Around, uh, yes. Burning. Uh, yes. Um, okay. No oh, good. That's, <laughs> yes. That's what Yoshi P likes. Clearly, he's the one Absolutely. in charge. Absolutely. Uh, uh, 
But yeah, I liked it. I, um, I do, I, I'm going to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. I do not understand the last mechanic on the last boss. Uh, it's, it's called like battery something and it's a weird AOE and you have to dodge it a very specific way. Is it <clears> one that turns? It's like a spinny. It's, it's I don't know what. It's a. Weird... It's like a forty-five degree angle, and you just have to Some go to the right. Like... Yeah, yeah. What is? You just have yeah. to do what? It's, I think it's a spinny forty-five <laughs> degree angle, right? I don't remember it. I'm gonna be honest with you. I haven't paid attention to that fight. Every time I do it, I just kind of AFK mentally, and I just kind of go through it. Um, I had such a hard time. <laughs> but I mean, I think it turns. The safe spot just turns, right? You just have to know, know it's turning what? this way. You you do to say it's they do it in extreme, right? Uh... <laughs> all right all right all right that's fair i uh, uh, i i really embarrassed myself on stream because i was doing it with trust and i think i died three times on the last boss and I, i'm gonna be honest i still have no idea how to do a mechanic that's but the no. down that's the downfall of doing it with trust if you die you're out you can't get carried yes, true <laughs> yes but you can get carried because then i just started following Estinian and uh, he carried me in oh. his arms like basically he used his spear with one arm and he carried me like a little baby in his, his other arm you know it's that's funny because they do try to get you every once in a while with the trust <laughs> <laughs> you have they to find do. out which one's doing it correctly yeah Estinian, uh, you can trust okay trust. and Estinian, we trust uh, oh my god, I can't believe Shola, she really cock-blocked me at the end of the main story quest. Did I, she? I, I can't, yes, she did. Uh, okay. I can't say anything else because I don't want to spoil her. Fair. Fair. But if you know, you know. She even <laughs> laughed about it afterwards. She's like, <laughs> So, maybe go classic. back and watch that. Yeah, classic. Classic Shola. I need to go back and watch it. I mean, I'm going to be honest. When we talk about story, the, the problem of it being divided up in four months each time... It's really easy to forget stuff unless yes. you go back and you make an effort. And I feel bad about that because I feel like they said a name and they said something. Should I be emotional here? Who was that? And I have a problem with that. And I think that uh, and there's a lot of people who would be mad at me for it. I'm like, how am I supposed to retain all this information unless if I constantly research it? Well, uh, the thing is that most people now are going to go through it all at once. So they won't have that problem anymore. And it's going to mm -hmm. be better for them. Like pacing it, issues we see now will not be there for people going through it again, all at once. Really great for new players. Uh, great for a new player. This is a great, <laughs> great for new player. I wish I could just wipe my memory clean so I could go in and do it all again for the first time. Okay. Wish. You can, you, there's ways to do that if you really want to go about it. I don't know if I'd recommend it. Uh, but <laughs> um, so, okay, so the dungeon and I guess, uh, you know, we talked about Island Sanctuary a little bit already. It's, you know, you yes. click on stuff and that's, that's. I wish I could just do regular botany in there and regular fishing in my island. It would be so much better. Botany yeah. is actually really fun. I would much rather do the regular botany <laughs> to gather things or um, fish. Mm. At least let me fish on my island. Uh, you know, don't they already have a special crafting gathering island now for crafter gather? I, I don't know. I haven't done I it in so, so long. I haven't, oh my god! I've done crafting gathering in so long, I can't keep up to date with it. That is literally the most out of touch subject I have out of everything else. Is Did you do Island, uh, Ishgard Restoration, though? Nope. <gasps> I, I was like, that oh. does not look fun to me. 
Uh, and I just <laughs> did it. It's do good it. for leveling your crafters, though. It is. And did, but what about when your server got their their monument? Were you? Did you know about that? I know it's probably there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, that's just probably it, it, there. It's okay. So here, here's another thing that I think is very important: is that players who play Final Fantasy XIV don't have to do every piece of content. True. They don't. They. I. I don't have to do crap. No. You, you know what? My gathering and crafting. You know what that is? When I go and I get material for uh, whatever the old homestone is, and I can buy materials that the crafters use, I put that on the market, make money, use that money to buy the crafting gear. I have just made that gear, right? Yeah, yeah. And so yeah. I stay, at the moment, I stay a little bit away from it because I'd like to enjoy my time. I, here's, here's, <laughs> here's another <laughs> Right? And now, other people enjoy crafting and gathering in the game, and yes. they should do it because they're enjoying their time. Yeah, but not everyone's going to enjoy everything. You, you don't have to enjoy it. Yeah. Force yourself to like something that you don't like. I mean, if you don't like it, you don't like it. It's as simple as that, you know? Like, it's very so. difficult for me to do the relic right now because <laughs> I have to go through... A... <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> the relic. Is... Oh, the Hildy. I haven't done it. You haven't at done all. it at all? No, I, I wanted to do it all at once. Oh, okay. Fair. That's fair. Yeah, I, I like Tilly, uh, but I, I just wanted to do it all at the same time because it's going to be like hours, right? Is yeah. it like five hours or something? I tried to do <laughs> it. I tried to do it, and I started falling asleep on stream, and I'm like, I can't do this for content right now. I can't do this. It's so oh my rough. Goodness. I have to skip through it, and then I get yelled at for skipping through it. And so... Oh, because... You yeah. don't like it, but other people want you to like it. It's and rough. It's real bad. rough. Yeah. It's really bad. You're not giving the expected reaction, Frosty. That's I'm not being a. I'm not being uh, <laughs> uh, a food for the emotional vampires out there. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm sorry. Oh, no. That uh, is the thing I've heard about uh, going on. Uh, it's the, huge. The stream in, in streams for people where like people just gravitate people do to others doing the story yeah. just to like feed off of their emotion. Uh, yeah. Going through big moments. And uh, of course, it's fun to do that to a mm. degree, but it becomes a problem. Like everybody likes doing that, but it becomes yeah. an issue when you get in someone's chat and you get start getting mad that they didn't react to the way that you wanted them to react. I've, I've heard of streamers actually getting bullied for this kind of Really? Shit. Yes, where like, wow. uh, they didn't react a certain way, they didn't have a big enough reaction to mm. it, and uh, then they start getting a lot of um, backlash from these people. It's creepy, it's a little creepy. I'm afraid of that a little bit, right? Uh, just a little bit, <laughs> because, you know, while the story I think is good, I enjoy it, uh, it's not something that like, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna cry on stream with it. What? I, just, I. I don't. I don't. And I. It's. It's. It's a problem that's not. It's not a part of my stream. I just can't do it. Um, and so Wait, I. Would, if you weren't streaming, would you cry? For a like. No. Big emotion. I wouldn't even react. Right. What? Could you imagine not reacting to things? No. Like I wouldn't even react. I would just be just <laughs> sitting there playing no. the game and looking at the screen and be like, hmm. Okay. Would you really? No way. 
I, I no would way. sit there. Have you ever seen a movie that you cried in? Oh, absolutely. You know, Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire, when he did Spider Man, and his uncle was on the street, and he was sitting there talking to him, tears out my yeah, eyes. Of course. Shot out crazy. When Moana was on that boat, and she sung that song near the end, and she felt abandoned, tears. Tears. All right. Yeah. There, there, there's moments that get me. Okay. In Big Six, when uh, in almost every Disney movie, when a character dies so they can try to make you feel emotionally attached to it, I cry. Works. Gets you every time. But why yeah. isn't Final Fantasy XIV make you cry? They don't kill people. No. Oh, because they don't kill people? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Okay. I mean, it, maybe, maybe that makes it. sense. That makes a lot of sense. They kind of don't. They, <laughs> they kind of don't, though. <laughs> they need to get Disney-fied. Uh, yeah, maybe they need they... to start killing off some people just for the... <laughs> yeah. They, did, really they, they do it, but those characters are like, I kind of remember who that was. When they die, it's like, I kind of remember them. Well, they I'm do like to do the fake outs. Uh, yeah. that, that's a thing they love. Uh, wish yeah. they would lay off of that a little bit. Um, yeah. But Endwalker had a fair bit of death. Sort of. Again, I don't remember the name of the people who died. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> do you? Do yes, you oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. I know every name of every NPC who has <laughs> passed away in a cutscene. I think about them every night. Put it in your journal, all right? Write it in my journal. Yeah. NPC fifty-five. NPC fifty-five. No NPC fifty-five. No. Oh god. All right. I I don't. I didn't have actually realize it's already been two hours here. Oh my god, really? Yeah, it's been two hours, but this has been like a really, really great conversation. It's been pretty fun. Yeah. Pretty good time over here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, like, in general, uh, I'm glad that 6.5 did some positive things for you with the game oh, and everything yeah. else. Yeah. I'm really happy with the game right now. Uh, yeah. I mean, of course, long-standing concerns about infinite re replayability, uh, you know, things that I've complained about with patches, uh, you know, cr Criterion and Island and all this stuff. These are all things that would concern. But I actually made a video that was like, why I'm hopeful or so, I forgot what I named it. It was something like, things I'm hopeful for Dawn Trail or something like that. Ah, uh, you, you named and it incorrectly I don't remember. then. It, was, it didn't name it very spicily. <laughs> <No>. yeah. <laughs> but I should have named it like, why Dawn Trail will fix all of your problems. Yeah, that would have done it. That would yeah. have done it, literally. But, yeah. Yeah. But, uh,. In that, I, I talked about like all the things, why I'm looking forward to the future, like all the good things that we've heard. And honestly, <laughs> look, <laughs> it's wild to me that some people have been like, have had the audacity to say, Zeppelin doesn't like Endwalker, period. This is the expansion that gave us Bunny Boys, and you think that I hate everything <laughs> that was in Endwalker. This is a, a Bunny Boy expansion. Mm -hmm. So... I mean, we got yeah. that. We got a lot of really good things from Endwalker. Does it mean every single thing we got was perfect? No. Mm -hmm. But it gave us some excellent things. Bunny Boy. PvP improvements. Um, also, honestly, I think lifestyle content is a good idea. And I, I'm happy to see how it evolves. Didn't mm -hmm. love the execution this time. But I think it's a cool concept. And I don't want them to abandon the idea. Right. Um, and I love the idea of Varian and Criterion. I'm looking forward to see how they iterate on that. We got a new Deep Dungeon. I'm overjoyed that they haven't abandoned Deep Dungeon. We're gonna it get felt like they did stuff. for a little bit. 
It did, but, yeah. it did. So uh, that's all really good. That's all positive signs. Yeah. And uh, everything we've heard about Dawn Trail sounds like it's going to be stacked with content. Uh, we got Fan Fest next week. And yeah. it looks like Dawn Trail is going to be an Erinville expansion. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. And we got feet picks literally... at the end of this uh, patch <laughs> yeah. too, right? Yeah. Yes, we yeah. did. We got feet picks. <laughs> so it's been a good patch overall they yeah. know what to give us to keep us happy for a yeah. while so yeah i'm feeling really good about the future um mm -hmm. that's okay. it. well it's not all doom and gloom y'all <laughs> it isn't all doom and gloom for sure uh it there's there's so many more things we could talk about or go over but yes. i think we've hit it pretty well yeah uh, for the most part um the the only other thing I'd like to ask of you is, okay. before you go off, is there anything else that you would like to say to anyone else that's watching this at the very end that you want to reiterate or that you want to just <clears throat> shout out anyone or you want to do anything else before uh, uh, we leave? Anything else I want to say? Um, well, I think one thing that I do want to reiterate is the fact that... Uh, I, I want everyone to feel welcome and safe in my community. Like, this is extremely important to me. And if anyone, if you're ever in my Discord or if you're in my Twitch chat, if you're anywhere in, engaged with my community and you feel unsafe for any reason, if anyone, like, makes you feel uncomfortable for any reason, please let me know. Like, please contact a mod. We will take action immediately. We have uh, been doing that quite a lot over the past several months, and uh, it's, it's really important to me that people know that, like, um, we're here for you. We support you. And uh, I'm very sorry if I ever made it seem like that wasn't the case. Um, but the other thing that I want to say is that uh, I hope that whenever we think about following protein and stuff, we can just try to go easy on ourselves and go easy on other people too. And this goes for people who like, maybe you didn't like a video they made, or maybe you thought that they were too too loud or too wrong or too emotional or too we're, we're human we're going to be all those things and so the best thing we can do is reach out with understanding with others and show them a little patience and maybe try to hear what what you do agree with with them try to find common ground uh with people that you think you might not and you might surprise yourself and through that uh, some really beautiful things can happen so uh all that said uh if you're a content creator one thing i would say <clears throat> too is uh Try not to obsess too much over like how well a video does, you know, this video does really well, this video does really bad, this video did, or this stream, you know, had good views, the stream had bad views. Mm -hmm. uh, try not to get caught up on all that and just try to accept things as they are, <laughs> good or bad, and try to stay centered on the actual time that you spend playing the game itself and try to be more present with the game uh, because otherwise you're just you can be you can get yourself in a situation where you're here there you're everywhere except where mm -hmm. you are and if you're that how can you really enjoy anything at all right. like if you want to enjoy something and love it and appreciate it just turn off problem solving mode turn off all that stuff and be there and try to get enjoy it as much as you can uh, that's yeah. really all that's kind of my closing statements here yeah. um okay. other thing is i guess i'll shit, tell you tell you where to find me yeah do it <laughs> um, you could probably just type in zeppla hq into youtube that's my youtube channel uh next few videos are probably going to be more chill <laughs> the next video i'm working on is going to be very just goofy and kind of back yeah. to the comedy stuff i want to do more of 
Uh, and I'm on Twitch, Zeppla HQ. I also have a super secret alt stream called Zeppla at Home. And okay. uh, that's that's at random times in the evening. It's kind of degen hours, so don't expect anything. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> besides yeah. that, um, I have, oh, I started a new podcast, uh, but I don't know what to name it yet. I still don't have a name. It's still uh. bud named. Uh, we started doing that weekly, once a week. No, maybe not every single week. It's early right. stage. This is like alpha stage. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to be interviewing Arthars oh, tomorrow. Yeah? Wow. Uh, at 11.30 a.m. PT. Uh, that's October 12th. So that's it. That's my whole spiel. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, I don't have anything else to say. No, that's Thanks good. That's good. Arthur's is uh, <laughs> amazing. I've had him on like 30, 35 shows overall. He's fun. He... We're very similar, I feel. Like we have gremlin energy a lot of times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see that goes well with Arthur's. Yeah. Uh, but, Fanfest, uh, I'll meet him there. Yeah, he is an awesome person. I love meeting him finally at the NA Fanfest when I went with the, uh, him over there. Um, so uh, you know, do you? You've been you've been to Fanfest once, yeah, in Paris in twenty nineteen. Paris, okay. Do your best to enjoy it. <laughs> I will, of course. Yeah. Do your best to enjoy it. That time yeah. flies, and then yeah, you're just done. Uh, <laughs> And it sucks, but yeah. <laughs> Good luck with it. I hope you have safe travels and all that, and look forward Thank to all the. Thank you so much for having me on today. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. No, it was, it, it was a blast. I'm glad that we were able to get this going, and uh, you know, we'll see what the future holds and the conversations where they shift to next. Okay. But uh, you were fantastic to have on, and it was good to take a second and talk to you because this was stuff that buzzes around the community a lot, and oh it's God, stuff I that I hear about all the time. <laughs> It's good to I just know. kind of sit yeah. down and hash it out and talk a little bit about it. So. All right. Well, thanks for that. I appreciate yeah. the opportunity. <laughs> yeah. All right, everybody. <laughs> Thank you for watching, too. We're going to go ahead and wrap up, and we're going to go to a quick break screen, and I'll come back and close the stream in just a second. Uh, but give me, like, um, I don't know, 10 minutes or so, and we'll be right back. And uh, until next time, we'll see you. Bye. Bye.